0: what up what up we got an nfl draft recap but we are breaking everything down for fantasy we're going to be breaking down every single position offense and defense we're giving our dynasty thoughts our redraft thoughts and a whole bunch of more shit here we go
1: give me the shit as i make my way the fact I'm still alive, my claim to fame It's no surprise, I'm on the rise, finna stake my claim Separate ride. me from the others, cause we ain't the same That's uh-huh. my brothers from another, we ain't for play Bang. Time is money, so we got no time to waste Soon as this thing's moving, it can't be stopped Pew. Blue bands in my pocket, call that juggernaut Everything in the world today takes everything you've got Taking a break from all your worries Uh, 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 you know the stat quo. Finna get a bag busting down that blow out of Eastside. Oh, what well, do know my name?
0: Oh, oh yeah. yeah, what up? What up? Fancy football hustler back at ya. <laughs> and I am Juggernaut. And Spencer the Guru should be here any minute. Shout out to Hess up in here early. Shout out what to up, Hess?
1: Hey,
0: hey, Hess, man,
1: why'd you tell me I was auto drafting blood? <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 we work with Hess so much that he knows our characteristics. So after I realized I go four draft picks, auto pick, he goes, I wonder what was going on because he knows I wouldn't have picked those guys.
0: Man, and I've been at the draft for the last three days. So, man, I mean, I haven't been paying attention, like, you know, much at all. (laughs) And I was legit on Shroom since,
1: like, Thursday to like, last night. So, there's that. You know what I mean? Yeah, Luigi
0: in effect. Smokey the Cat Cat, what up, bro? said I was MIA, but we're back. Football, hell yeah. Yeah, let's go. Smokey the Cat Cat. It's the first of the month. And this is, I mean, the brand new season of 2022 Fantasy is among us. We got the NFL draft. We know that dynasty drafts are about to be starting. I mean, shit, I know people are crazy and like they're gonna be doing some redraft drafts, you know, coming up in a month or two. Oh, you know, I'm crazy.
1: crazy. I'm low yeah. to the brain. <laughs> yeah. What up, Lee? What's
0: going on, bro? What up, Lee? All right. So the way that we're gonna break this down, it, this might be a little bit of a longer show, but we're gonna separate it by position, and we're just we're just gonna be breaking down um at least the fantasy relevant guys for dynasty.
1: A little bit, a little bit. We're calling this episode, you ready? Wait for it. The Fantasy Karma Sutra. <laughs> hey, I'll be here all night. I'll be here all night.
0: <laughs> all right. So we're going to start off with the QBs because we don't really have too much to talk about there. The rookie QBs. First off, Bogie,
1: I just want to know your initial thoughts about Malik Willis. I was just going to say in its entirety, this is what I got to say about the rookie QBs. They were drafted. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, and very, very selectively. Um, so before the draft, I said, if anyone was going to get picked in the first round, it was probably going to be Kenny Pickett. But I really thought that both of uh, Pickett and Malik Willis just wouldn't even go like in the first, just didn't, from everything that we're hearing, the QB draft like being one of the worst <laughs> ever. You know that's what we're talking about, like one of the worst QB drafts ever. Why are any teams gonna bet the house on a QB that they're not too sure about? Kenny Pickett at least right. is the one who they said was more NFL ready to be under center right away. And
1: and and the Steelers are smart. Plus they've been getting a good look at this kid. They share the same facility because the kid went to Pitt. Or Pittsburgh, you know what I mean? Yep. Do I, I do I got that correct? Yeah. And then so they have the same practice facility. It's like it's like the same building or some shit like that. So you know what I mean. And and then also I think the OC for the Steelers, Matt O Canada, uh, I think he has um he has ties to that school too. So you know what I mean he could he, he easily been scouting this kid. You know what I mean? They easy, and they're smart. Most NFL ready, Trubisky is 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 a, like a, a, a game manager at best, in my opinion. You know what I mean? At least they're going to make him like that. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. this kid's going to get in there sooner than later. And, uh, and he's literally the only first round QB, but also in the best landing spot out of all these rooks uh, immediately because he has the defense. He has the run game. He has a bunch of weapons where they can see if he's the guy. You know what I mean? So but shout out to Kenny Pickett.
0: Yeah. What up guru? Spencer. Yo, yo, yo. (laughs)
2: Yeah. I want to talk some draft with y'all.
0: Yeah. yeah. (laughs) We're talking QBs first. We're just going to break it down position by position. And really, I mean, I got four QBs that we can really talk about, but I just want to hear your thoughts on the way that the QBs, you know, I mean, how they fell. Everyone was expecting Malik Willis. To be top 10, top 15. Right, ones. right. Everybody said first round. I think I was one of the only people that said, I really don't
1: think. Nobody likes you, Mel Kuyper.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I was, to I was
2: shocked. I'm like a lot of, I was shocked at how far Malik Willis fell. I was thinking for sure he'd be a first rounder because of the way the league's going with the, with the mobile quarterbacks. But apparently they didn't believe that he's a legit Starting QB, he saw he slid further than Jalen Hurts did. I mean, shoot, Jalen Hurts was at least still a second rounder. That's who a lot of people have compared Malik to. And Malik fell all the way to round three. But I tell y'all what, Tennessee getting him that late, that's a great value because even if he busts, yeah. who cares? It's a third round pick. I mean, for a guy that could potentially be a franchise QB, yeah. hell of a value. Same thing and with Atlanta then- with Desmond Ritter. Those were both really good values. And you well, know,
1: here's, with these type of mobile QBs, quote unquote, you know, even in backup roles, they're going to get some snaps in live action. You know what I mean? Because they're yeah, going like to have to take the tail roll. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Wildcat looks. Wildcat type of. Yep. I actually think that the Titans is probably the best place that Malik Willis could have actually landed because mm-hmm. what is their whole team built on? running the ball and playing defense. What does he do? Great. He runs the ball. So I think the Titans might be like the Ravens 2.0, like in a couple years. I mean, the thing that sucks is, is Derek Henry, you know, going to be part of this, you know, squad as his, you know, top tier running back status is now, you know, when Malik Willis is actually ready to go. Cause I Malik mean, Willis you know,
1: might know, two years sit,
0: the identity good system. They'll be able to bring in somebody.
1: Yeah. I was going to say too, like, you know, their identities obviously running the ball, but, but, um, I mean, Derrick Henry's a one-of-one one back. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, they could search far and wide to find the next Derrick Henry. They're, they're not going to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like it'd
2: probably be more of a committee. It'd probably yeah, like that's the Ravens is a committee with J.K. and the Gus bus. It'd probably be something like that.
1: Yeah, and like, you know, I mean, look at where... Uh, See, Derrick Henry was already there when Vrabel got there. You know what I mean? And then, like yeah. also, you know, with Matt LaFleur, and then and then and then you know his predecessor was uh Arthur, yeah, Smith. Arthur Smith, they all had yeah. the same philosophy. So, you know, and, and I feel like this is a smart team because they still have Derrick Henry. That's the type of team they're gonna be. But yeah, I mean, I can see like in the future, you know, a couple of years with life without tanny, and you know what I mean, and Derrick Henry, it's gonna be it's still be a Russian team, but along with the QB, you know what I mean?
0: Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And uh let's switch it up. From the QBs,
1: we got... Uh, oh, one more, got- one more. I like Desmond Rude. I just want to say that. Oh, I yeah, can- yeah, I- yeah. I like him, too. Yeah, yeah. like, I probably, in a super flex dynasty, I probably draft him, like, as a speculative grab more than I would a, um, a Howell or Actually, we, Sam Howell, he'll probably get yeah, in there.
2: will Howell, someone intriguing? Yeah. I say the one I don't like is Matt Corral. I, that, that's they, Carolina. That, that's going to probably yeah. be a disaster if he has to play. I mean, but you He know might, because a Darnold be yeah, such Darnold. a disaster. That whole
0: team's gross, man. God, Okay. You're... Well, I got a question for you. So one thing that I want to do on this show is we want to give our thoughts on where we think some of these QBs might be going in rookie drafts, or rookie dynasty drafts, and in redraft if any of them are even worth it i'm mean, we talking super flex not yeah. one qb kenny pickett's so, the first one off the board gotta be now right yeah do you think he's a he should be like a top two top three pick in dynasty now
1: right yeah super flex for sure
2: yeah yeah i flex. probably say the only one i take over would be Brees hall maybe kenneth walker
1: well I okay I, I do want to specify this in a super flex. If you're t- if you ha- if you were a guy that has like these elder quarterbacks or like you're a guy that has a Trebusky and a motherfucking you know just these pl- Mariota like these placeholders on your roster like you, you probably want to target these guys or make them priority just based on your roster construction and needs you yeah know what I mean? yeah yeah but but like yeah but in a in a vacuum yeah I think uh, Pickett's the first one off you know what I mean it's yeah because like because even right now okay so
0: in the league. Where I have it's a Superflex League. I have Joe Burrow. I have Aaron Rodgers, and I have Trey Lance. Those are my only. Those are my only three guys uh, at QB. And I got Josh Jacobs. I got um, uh, Javante. I got. Hunt. Oh, you have
1: the one one here.
0: I got the one one here. Yeah. yeah so now, I mean, now it makes. Yeah. <laughs> a noble interruption there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nope noble coming in he's hyped so we went to the we went to the draft yesterday and he met a friend and yeah. uh yeah they're, they're like they're they're like robin big right now they're like best friends Sorry. Hell yeah <laughs> that was cool that was cool it was a fun night um yeah. but yeah i guess now it's the desmond Ritter versus malik willis you know like i mean none of these guys are i mean kenny pickett he might be like you know last qb drafted you know or maybe in redraft, you know, one of those guys, third, fourth QB, but for dynasty it's Ritter or Willis. I mean, has the hype (laughs) dropped for Willis to where Ritter's going to be the guy?
1: I'll take Ritter because I'll take Ritter based on it. And it's, what's funny is it's two similar systems, right? We're talking about the Falcons with Arthur Smith. And then you're talking about uh, uh, Vrabel's Tennessee Titans. And like, I'd, I'd rather have, I'd rather have Ritter just based on the weaponry. Like, he has Pitts, and he has Uh, Drake Drake London. You know what I mean? And they even – yeah, and then, then like, I mean, thinking it's going to be a bad team, they're going to throw a lot. I just – I like that. And Mariota's not the guy. Like, you know what I mean? I mean, that's the thing that's –
0: I mean, Kenny Pickett, what up, Jay Levin? He said you guys think Pickett will contribute this year. I think that Pickett and Ritter will both be in a legit QB competition, and I think Pickett could easily beat out Trubisky. It's just all going to depend on the camp.
1: You know they came into the game at the same time, both these QBs to the Steelers, so they're both learning a new system same time. It's it's basically a race, uh, uh, uh like a race to uh, who learns the playbook and and can execute faster, right? Yeah, Pickett, uh,
2: right? Yeah, Pickett could easily do it because he's a fifth year senior coming out of Pittsburgh, so he's plenty seasoned. He's old, like a Joe for Burrow a rookie, exactly. Yeah, he's old. He's not for a Joe rookie. Burrow's
1: skill set, obviously. I don't Yeah, but, yeah, I don't think he's about, got. He's not, not quite that.
2: Matt doesn't have quite that much upside, but he's uh, he's somebody though, that saying. he's somebody that could definitely win the job out the shoot. Not just don't think with even though for fantasy. I'm not too wild about it, because I feel like with Pittsburgh it's gonna be a lot of running the ball with Najee and then playing good defense. I don't think they're they're not trying to copycat the rest of the teams in their division as far as having the Pro Bowl, all pro quarterback. I think with Pickett, he could put up some nice numbers at times, but overall he's gonna be more of a game manager, I feel.
0: Especially I right mean, now, with rookie. their, yeah, he's still a rookie. They, yeah. I mean, with their run game and their defense, I mean, I doubt that their plan with Trubisky or Pickett would be to throw the ball, you know, six hundred times. You know, that's, yeah, I don't think that's happening. But
1: but, I, but like Ritter, on the other hand, like once he gets in there, it's just going to be a disaster for that team as a whole. So yeah. it's like, you know, they're they're going to bet. Mariota's going to lose that job eventually, even if he does start the year off. Right, right, and then once they get a good look at Ritter, he's gonna have to throw a ton because based mm-hmm. on that on that theory, you know what I mean?
2: Yep, and he's got two trees to throw to there in London and Pitts. So I mean, as long as he's not overthrowing by a hundred feet, they'll be able to catch it.
1: That that was one of his knocks. His is inaccurate. His, he doesn't have an accurate deep ball, but hey, these guys got big catch radiuses. so you know what I mean? Yeah, that's all. Yeah, I think he, he might general. actually
2: be okay over there. I just. You know, all these rookies, I mean, as evidenced by how far they fell other than Pickett, it's just it's probably not going to be a pretty sight for them initially. So be patient, y'all. Be patient with these guys. View it as an investment, not as a quick fix.
0: Definitely. And for redraft, I mean, I just don't think any of these guys are going to be relevant, at least as of right now. I don't even think Pickett, like I said, I mean, maybe he's someone who's drafted like at the very end of the the QBs if we know that he's going to start. But shit, I mean, a guy like Justin Herbert in redraft, he wasn't even rostered because he was a backup to Tyrod Taylor. Even in Superflex leagues, a lot of leagues, he wasn't
1: rostered. It um, wasn't drafted. There was a – in that year, I, I remember I had four Superflex leagues, and and uh, I like to have three QBs. And so in this case, I had grab Herbert, and then I swung around and grabbed Taylor. And this was like, the like, like you know, around 17, 18 type shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, last And then I heard. did that – I did that in three of the four leagues, and then but one of them, I, I grabbed I grabbed Tua and the Magic Man, and then like the Magic Man, see that, and you know, ironically, that's the one I won that year because the Magic Man was slinging it all year. You know what I mean? Hell yeah! <laughs> you know what I mean, they tried to the two a thing. They're like, you know what? Go back to the Magic. You know what I
0: mean? Yeah. Like, yep. All
1: right. Yeah, Herbert just <laughs> fucked me at the end. Uh, <laughs> he he. That rookie year, he tapered off like shit.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. He had that game where he got Bella checked. Right? He
0: sucked the shit <laughs> The bed against the all,
1: all the way, like the past five weeks. It was like, come on.
0: Yeah. When <laughs> Keenan Allen was all banged up and shit. Yeah. It was Don't like, shoot uh, me.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I started him because he said it to me. I felt like he was talking
0: to me. I know. What up, sir? Bongs a lot? Smoke weed every day. Oh, wait. Wrong one. Oh. It still works, though. <laughs> it still works like shit. Like, I, thought you were yeah, I like that one. Break. I like that version.
3: <laughs> I thought
1: you were going to hit the Nate Dog dingo into the bong. You know should
0: There we go. I did that on purpose. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So who who asked this? Uh, Albert. He said, who are y'all biggest up, winners Albert? and losers? of the draft, and shit, I mean, at least right off the bat, it's got to be the Jets as one of the biggest winners. Like, I can't remember, like, any draft where I was like, damn, the Jets are really killing it out here.
1: And Joe Douglas don't play. <laughs> yeah, you man, man I mean? the Jets it,
0: are trending up, man. There's Joe no
1: Douglas about has about it. Been ar- Dude, Joe Douglas has been around guys like Ozzie Newsom. You know, he's been around guys like uh, 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 Howie Roseman. We're like, you know, just guys that I felt like know how to, like, they know what to do. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to these drafts, maybe not Harry Roseman with receivers, but you know what I mean? Still that they, they they killed that draft. A plus plus.
0: Who do you think, Spencer? Who's one of your biggest winners uh from the draft? Oh, I
2: would say, let's see it's the as I say well, I'll go with my Saints is one of them for sure. Cause I mean, we oh, got yeah. Chris Olave and Trevor Penning on day one, and Alante Taylor on day two, who I really like because he's versatile, he can. He's not just a cornerback. He could play the slot role as well, the nickel, mm-hmm. and maybe split out to safety if needed. So I think my Saints did well, and then, of course the Jets. There's somebody else though that I wanted to say. Of course, I go to fault to my team as one of the winners, but I, I legitimately believe they were. I mean, um, y'all can come back to me. I, was, I Let me go through them here real quick. I got there's somebody else that I thought
0: was a big winner. Bogey, who you got as one of your big winners?
1: Not my Niners. <laughs> Very
0: uneventful day for the Niners, or weekend. Oh yeah, the, the um, I, I got
2: it, I got it. The uh, the Texans, the Texans had a nice. Oh yeah, draft. the
1: Texans killed that beat. Hey, you know what though too? Um, I think uh, I like what Tennessee did. I mean, like yeah, they loaded. I mean, like to like, it's kind of like they hit a hard reset real quick. Like, hey, can't pay, don't want to pay AJ. Move on from him. Draft AJ quote unquote 2.0 right yeah. get the qb uh, hell of value of the future quote quote unquote you know what i mean they just they know how to set up nice and then uh, obviously i don't know nothing about their defensive players that they drafted but i bet you they're all bad motherfuckers because they just they know how to find these guys like they're like yeah they got they're, a good they're, uh, they're the, of the south yeah that yeah. nick petit
2: free air to the boost their O line yeah they had a nice draft Tennessee they know what they're doing man Mike Vrabel he's, Hold the on, what's shit. The he's one of the name?
1: Nick huh? Petit Petit Friere?
2: Friere,
0: yep.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, <laughs> yeah. Is he is he French Canadian or just French? I bet he's you a bad I bet he's, he's a bad motherfucker. He's a bad motherfucker. He, <laughs> Look,
1: be having a French he was
2: an Ohio State guy. He'd have been a he would have fit good with my saints, another Ohio State guy.
0: He's from Tampa, Florida. It says. Nice. Haitian. He could be. And Emil said that Giants drafted well. Also, I can't believe how well the Giants actually drafted early.
1: I mean, you know, you know what it is? No Gettleman.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah the new regime just part there. Of
1: idiot. My brother-in-law. Uh, shout out to my man Jay. He he's a Giants fan, and like I remember, like when they drafted Saquon Barkley, like we do this shit. He's like, this is what we do. We're stupid, right? <laughs> then, and then, you know, what's funny is he, he goes, he goes, man, we should have took Sam Darnold. I'm like, man, did just, did Gettleman she got took you Josh Allen.
2: He took Josh right? Allen. Right? I'm, I'm like, Darnold.
1: hindsight's funny because like, then every year they, I don't know, they in it. They in it up, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I
2: tell you y'all know. what, I like their first two picks. They're Thibodeau and Evan Neal, but I, I did not care for the Wandale t- Robinson. Those two
1: guys that could be top three.
2: Well, exactly. They killed it to open things up, but at Wandale Robinson, man, I, they—I don't like that fit, man. Because I mean, like they've already—they've already, like they've already got. Yeah, they've got Sterling Shepherd, Phony Tony, Slayton, <laughs> the, the, uh, the Jasmine Galladay. Funny. I mean, they've got too many motherfuckers <laughs> over there. It's just—it's just. I hate it for fantasy. It's going to be a disaster. We're not going to know who to draft.
0: You know who won the draft? Well, not who won the draft, but f- who didn't finally lose the draft for me is the Eagles. They did the smartest thing that they could do. Just trade away that first rounder and got A.J. Brown, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Eagles they had a
2: hell of a draft. Yeah, they, they'd be one of the top five winners, I'd say, up there with like the Jets, Giants, Texans, Saints. You know, because these teams that had these multiple first rounders killed it, and the Eagles basically did because they not only got the big D tackle, Jordan Davis, they were able to get a even better than a first-rounder, a pro-ready, pro-bowl, perennial, oh, almost all-pro-level receiver there, and A.J. Brown. I love A.J. Brown. I'll, I'm definitely going to target him when I get in these dynasty startups, even though he switched teams, because I think he'll he'll do just fine with the Eagles. Jalen Hurts hadn't had a weapon like that in the NFL, and so I think his ceiling to, goes up a notch getting A.J. in that building.
1: I just, I just worry about them – being six going get into the playoffs with what they were successful at. That's running the ball. You know, what I mean yeah. they're the most rushingest team in the league. You know, what I mean number one in total uh rush attempts, you know, because they're they will not be that uh, this
2: year. AJ <laughs> Brown's
1: kind of used to that though, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah but, That's I was yeah, yeah I think he'll thing. fit in good there because he's an efficiency guy. Thing. He doesn't need volume to eat. Oh
1: very only only Tennessee is above the Eagles as far as uh, uh pass attempts. Because the Eagles were thirty-two, they only had about four four hundred and twenty some pass attempts with Jalen Hurts. So, and he played all seventeen games. So their philosophy is run the ball. AJ Brown fits because obviously he's going to help take the top off for that run game. But he also is a great blocker down the field. What yeah, I worry about yeah, is the awesome. inaccuracies of a of a Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts, that's that's he's he's he, he kind of sucks, you know, what I mean? as a passer. And <laughs> yeah. and for what it's worth, Tannehill, you know, I mean Tannehill's very accurate. So, and like. That's why you could be on a low-pass volume team like Tennessee and get eight targets and go six for eight if you're A.J. Brown. You know what I mean? He's going to need – he might need more volume than he was getting in Tennessee for him to be viable. And in Tennessee, it was kind of just him. You have Goddard. You have a Devontae Smith. Like, that's the one thing I worry about with, for A.J. Brown. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, I, I, uh,
2: yeah for sure. I definitely think, though, Philly's going to throw more – and hopefully Hurts can be up to that task because they didn't really address the running back position. It's still just like Miles Sanders, Boston Scott, Kenneth Gainwell. So they, that tells me they're pretty confident in Hurts taking a step forward as a passer. They got him A.J. and have Devontae, they, and they, they kept Rager. Hopefully he can do a little better.
1: Okay, let's get a quick temperature check before we move on. Because last year, I know you, you guys were both guys that were off Jalen Hurts. I had him at eight, and I think he finished eight.
2: You guys yeah, he one? did a little better than I was thinking. I was down on him, but.
1: uh, uh guard I, hit I, it. Yeah. Yeah, I, that was my, that was my, my, uh that was actually, the we were doing the ranking show back on uh My Versions Better. You know right, I mean? right. Too,
2: yeah, that was a good show. Yeah, yeah that was when we called I, Elijah Mitchell. Yeah. yeah. I was, right yeah. They ended the running back rankings. like, who's somebody not on the list that could pan? I knew everyone was on Trey Servin. I was like, I'll check, check out the Raging Cage and Elijah yeah. Mitchell. <laughs>
1: yeah. I think I actually chopped and posted that clip, too. Yeah, did it, yeah. yeah I I took heed to that too because I never I didn't know who this kid was, but I mean, he was but he was a local kid for you, so mm-hmm. you got to give mm-hmm. me some direct. Yeah, you you were in class with him even.
2: Yeah, I was. We yeah, had class on with the him.
1: ground, boots
2: on the ground. <laughs> I think I had that. Oh, that He's yeah.
1: like, nah. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> okay, good kid.
2: <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, I think, yeah, I don't think Eli are with all that, but we'll uh, yeah, I don't. <laughs> but I'll tell well, you what, though, I'm not trying to be negative, bull guards towards your niners, but. I did not like the Ty Davis price pick. Well, I didn't have you know, last you know one. He's is, pretty right? close to me. He's only an hour away from me in Baton Rouge. And, man, he was not yeah. impressive with LSU. He only – he had this great game against Florida, and that was it. He had one you know guy – he he's, like
1: he's like LeGarrette Blunt. Yeah, he's just you a plotter. Mean? He's a big he's plotter. He's like a north-south guy. I feel, yeah. I feel like – He's going to be a goal-line test, probably. He's going to be I, a freaking goal-line test. Like I definitely would have understood that pick if it was like in the fourth round or something. You know what I mean? Or right. Fifth, and you right, in The know, third was fine, guys late. But like to go up for him in the third round What I you know, with like our second third round pick, which you know what I mean, because I think we had three uh well, no, yeah, we had two third round picks. But th- then also the fact that like we basically have that for Trey Sermon because Trey Sermon's like that, but with, a, with but not so much only north and south. He has a little bit of wiggle and he has a little bit of hands, you know what I mean. This guy just is just a power back. That's it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I wonder like, if maybe y'all are thinking that this guy will eventually Kloger. be y'all's, y'all's Jeff Wilson. See, I'm thinking he'll be like a closer like when we're winning games. Oh, okay, and okay. And we already gassed him up with like, with, you know, the, the Elijah Mitchells and, and you know what I mean? Yeah, because
2: uh, I'm remembering, right? Wasn't Jeff Wilson kind of like y'all's goal line guy a lot of times? He'd be the one yeah, he coming, in, then,
1: I mean, on the short that yardage was, stuff. That was when Mostert was hurt and, and Coleman was hurt. You know what I mean? Because, like, Jeff Wilson was more like a special teams guy that was third on – like, fourth on a depth chart, but he'll move up, and, like, and we would use him. Like, we had no problems using him. You know what I mean? But that's Shanahan. This guy is a yeah. different – he's a different back. Like, he is, like, big, like, Sermon is big. But, like I said, Sermon's a guy that's supposed to have some wiggles. So, it's like, I understood why Shanahan got him. This guy, I feel like he's just someone who's going to eat. Like, we have yeah. two minutes to eat up. yeah. Just okay, yeah, I was like, a, okay, yeah. I say, like, I don't think he will affect like a poor man's Gus bus, you know what I mean? Like, a, like right, yeah, like I say, I don't think bus. he's
2: gonna hurt Eli too much because I still think Eli will get the majority of the, the important reps, but it's yeah, it definitely hurts Trey Sermon. That tells me they might maybe they're just ready to pull the plug on Trey Sermon.
1: I mean, it's just, I mean, the third round running backs for Shanahan, you know, we're talking guys like Joe Williams, Trey Sermon, and now this guy, um, t- Ty 12. Davis Price, yeah, Ty Davis Price. let's
0: get back on the rails here let's get back on the rails here so emil said quick question aj brown
1: to the eagles is a downgrade or an upgrade for his fantasy value i say it's an upgrade for hertz and it's i say it's a downgrade for fantasy value because he's not the only game in town now i'd say it's more i mean for me i I think it's more of just like a sidestep i mean i really feel like his volumes i like that i like your version better Probably yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: I like, yeah. I like that version.
2: Huss. I, Cause think we're he, I think you are still be
1: getting sl- him in the second round. Like he's still yeah. a second round pick. Yeah. He's still like a, like
2: a, like a low end WR one with mid WR one upside. So yeah, that's why that's hopefully the third round. Hopefully maybe he'll slip to the third with this. Cause, Cause people, people will be thinking, like you said, oh, he'll have more competitions. So hopefully he'll slip a little bit.
1: I mean the argument on the flip side that he has, he's not the only game in town is that he's not the only game in town. Like, you know, now he won't get doubled so much or, like, you know what I mean? There, yeah, there is that's value. why they could be a sidestep. Yeah, his value should be guess,
0: about this. I point. guess the big question is uh, Devonta Smith, you know, if we're talking about their wide receivers.
3: Yeah, I this hurts like,
0: Devonta. I don't know how much, though, because I mean, I think it might hurt Goddard a little bit if yeah. they start changing things around a little bit
1: and working think, more on the
0: outsides versus the inside.
1: I think in a super flex, I'd much rather just have like a Jalen Hurts and then just get it all because I, I, like, He's he's one of the weapons as well, and like I, I'm telling you, like okay, 420 some pass attempts. What are we saying that goes up to 500? That's it's another 80 pass attempts. Like this is a and the defense is the defense was was good last year. You know what I mean? That's why, I mean, they were good after the first half of the year, but you know what I mean? But that's why they were they could, they could play the style of game they play. So I, I I just don't see the pass attempts being there to support multiple receivers. You know what I mean? Like if I'm gonna have a piece, I'll probably just have Jalen Hurts. What up, Devin? What's going on, bro? What up, Dev?
0: All right, before we start getting into uh, some of the some of the running backs, wide receivers, linemen, things like that, let's talk rookie tight ends, and mainly we got to talk about Trey McBride because I think he's someone for redraft. I mean, I'm not. I mean, no one's really going to be drafting him. There's really no reason to, unless you play in uh, in a 32 team uh, league like we're going to be playing in a little bit later, but. For Dynasty, I feel like he might even be a back of the first rounder. Uh, Dynasty, We're talking Dynasty rookie draft. Back of the first round or early second round with this landing spot. Yeah, it's a good
2: spot try? because there, with, with Zach Ertz being just a short-term solution over there, Trey McBride will eventually be in a pretty prominent role there, I feel like. I know Kingsbury typically doesn't feature a tight end, but considering they, they spent a pretty high pick on this guy, I think they obviously have plans for that. They got Ertz and used him a good amount, and now with Trey McBride, I think he's, it's, he's starting to realize that, yeah, we need to get the tight end involved in the receiving game and have that be a part of our offense because, yeah, they uh with Ertz there, Ertz did all right over there. It was definitely a welcome sight for him to get traded there as opposed to being in that timeshare with Goddard. So I think this is – kind of similar to that where it's like Ertz is there temporarily and then the rookie's gonna push him out but i think this process will be quicker i don't think it's gonna be like a two three year thing i think after this year mcbride will next by next year i think it'll be his job and so yeah for dynasty you'll I, be married like to it. the game i like it a lot yeah yeah
0: yep. <laughs> yep. great landing spot.
1: he's jumping the broom
0: <laughs> All right. And then uh, we, you got any thoughts on Trey McBride before I read out these other couple guys who were drafted? I already gave my thoughts. He He's married to the game. There you go. <laughs> he's so we, I, got, I got three other guys worth mentioning that are probably going to be going in your dynasty drafts, um, especially if you're in a tight end premium. So we got Jelani Woods on the Colts. He yeah, went number like 73 that. overall, third round. We got Greg, how, what is this? Dolchik. Is that how you Dol- pronounced? Dol- it? Yeah, Dolchik. Dolchik. He went to the Broncos, uh, number 80 overall, and uh, they traded. uh, It was with the trade with the Texans, how they got that pick. And then Jeremy Ruckert to the Jets, uh, number 101. And uh, it was in one of their trades that they did with the Eagles to get that pick.
1: I hate how they traded up for that tight end because it's a new regime. And the fact that they traded up to grab him that just kills my my, my, uh, aspirations for an Albert O. Right.
2: Right. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of, yeah. Those kind the one I really like is uh, out of those three is Jelani Woods for the Colts because he, he's such a, he's a massive human. Jelani, being
1: forget and, it, and, man.
2: Uh, six, seven, bro. Six, seven. The dude's like yeah. a, he's a, literally like a basketball player. So you got Jelani
1: Salami there. Woods. <laughs> right? I can't keep you, the got, hype. you got Jelani Salami Woods and Mo Ali Cox
0: sometimes it's mo alley big cocks but a lot of times it's mo alley small cocks you know and he he may try to blame the weather you know on it saying it's cold
1: now is he still the tall he's still a skyscraper though he's like six nine or something like that hell yeah
2: no way now I'm, like, I'm, I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna okay. fact check. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, him and Jelani Woods—that's too John. for right the last there.
1: couple of years, I always exaggerate. Mo Ali Cox is the tallest man in the world. <laughs> he's, he's six six, six yeah, six. So, so Jelani, uh,
2: Jelani's, Jelani's in each even taller. taller, taller. There, Jelani—he's the, like he did him one. He won up. Yeah, the Salami. What up, bro?
0: Alex sizzles. Uh, he's cracking up at the Mo Alley small cocks. <laughs> I came in at the right time for that joke. Oh yeah. <laughs> but that's yeah. So, so Jelani Woods, I mean that out of out of uh, Trey McBride. I feel like that's the dude who I'm going to be targeting in a bunch of these rookie drafts. Cause shit, you may be able to get him in the third or fourth round in some of your leagues. He may go undrafted. Um, if you're not even playing in tight end premium and I feel like his path, to being the number one tight end is like a lot easier than anybody else's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I mean, with Mo
2: Alley, I mean, he's yeah, never right back. He never really showed the ability to be a primary tight end. And right. he was always in that timeshare with Jack Doyle, where I think Albert O, you know, Dulcich is going to have a tough time beating out Albert O. Albert O has a lot of upside. And same thing with the other. Who was the third? Oh yeah, uh, Rucker. He's not Ruckert. got two guys. He's got to try to beat out Conklin and Uzama. So I think he's gonna. Yep. He's basically gonna have to do a red shirt this year. I feel like so he's definitely off the board and redrafting, probably dynasty too. Because I see the Jets be running in a lot of two tight end things or, or rotating the tight ends. I don't really see Rucker ever doing good. But Dolcich could possibly have upside if Albert was a flop. But I don't really foresee that i think albert is legit so but jelani woods y'all that's to me that's the one i'd be targeting him and mcbride and then because the ravens man i don't know what the hell they were doing but i hated the fact that they took not one but two promising rookie tight
0: ends there yep so for redraft, I mean, shit, we're, you're usually just not even banking on a rookie tight end. I mean, Kyle Pitts is just a way different story. You know, I mean, that a was a generational guy there. Highest drafted tight end ever at, you know, the fourth overall pick. So, you know, nobody else is really coming close to that. They bet the farm on him. And I mean, really one of the only tight ends to ever crack a thousand you know, yards, So yeah, Trey McBride for dynasty, Jelani woods for dynasty, uh, Dolchick, uh, for dynasty, but he's probably gonna, I mean, all these guys are going to be in your taxi squad, you know, right off the bat. Like who knows if any of these guys are even gonna be relevant in year one. We really don't know. So for redraft, totally off all these guys. All okay. right. And, uh, we didn't really have too much to talk about the tight ends. That's why we just wanted to knock those out. Uh, real quick. And let's see, we had a question in here. What up, Mark 91? He said, how we feeling about Holly- oh, how are we feeling about Hollywood? Re- reuniting with Kyler Murray. I like it because I really felt that the Raven system was just not working out for marquise i mean shit if you take away that very first game you know versus miami when he had those two big touchdowns you know and it was just insane i mean it's just never really been the same since even though he was kind of like a ppr um you know decent wide receiver too last year
2: right yeah just in that run heavy system there he's just I mean, he's the number one receiver, but then they, and they also emphasize the tight end so much over there, Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews is really the number one receiver over there. We're now going to Arizona. He'll still be the number two target, but he's got potential to be the number one receiver there because I, I know a lot of people, I've gotten some backlash. I you know I'm pretty sure like Bogey still believes in him, and the new Hopkins, uh, but I just, I see I see a decline coming, man. I think Hollywood by the second half of this season could be outproducing new and so as a result, I really like this because with they have the chemistry from college. And I like would talk about with Carr and Adams, this is another deal where college teammates are reuniting. So I think this is great news for Hollywood. He's going to, even with New Hopkins, I think he'll do pretty well. But if something would happen to New Carf Nuke would just suddenly fall off a cliff, then Hollywood could be a
0: WR1. He could be. I mean, uh, low end, you know, and it would take a lot to get him there. But, man, it's kind of funny how this whole thing played out. You know, Kyler Murray's all pissed because he doesn't have his contract. And the yeah. motherfucker's like, go get me a wide receiver. Like, go get one of my homies that I played with. Go get me CeeDee Lamb, you motherfuckers. Like, shut the fuck up. But they ended up in getting Marquise, you know, another guy. <laughs> yeah, they got
2: Hollywood. Oh, Hollywood. Yep. So, yeah. And I tell you so- what, another nugget to take note of there, they, they're they both on their fifth-year option. So they're yeah. both playing for a, for extension so they're both gonna have huge chips on their shoulder you best believe if it comes down to it Kyler's gonna force feed it to Hollywood because they're both trying to get paid
0: Hell yeah hell yeah all right and let's see here and then uh what I, Alex says I want to be in a dynasty league I've never been in one before where do I start how does it work <clears throat> so I recommend you get into a hustler league. I mean, that's where it's at. So if you go to patreon.com/ffhustler420, you get signed up there. Today's the first day because everyone uh billing renews on the 1st. So you go get signed up, you go get on any tier anywhere, you know, from 3 uh, to $50 and any, anywhere in between. I recommend the $10 one. You're going to get more entries into the Jersey giveaways. We just did the Buda Baker uh, Jersey giveaway uh, a couple weeks ago. We're going to have another one up here soon. I'm just not sure which one yet. And when you get in there, it reserves your spot into a dynasty league. We got a dynasty league that's going to be starting here. Um, I believe within um, about a week. I just, now that it's the first, the draft's over. I'm going to hit everyone up. I think Spencer, this is the one that he was talking about he might be in, and Guccini, and like a whole bunch of guys from the Playmakers. So, yeah, if you want to get into a dope Dynasty League, just go get in on Patreon, patreon.com slash hustler 420 And then for anyone needing advice on starting a Dynasty League, if you go look on my channel, I have um, – it's called um, – it was the Fantasy Football Commissioners Academy. I uh, pretty much broke down just how you kind of start leagues – Um, different things like that, just different things that you should do to manage your leagues. And yeah, go check that out. It's like a six part series that I did last summer and uh, still is relevant today because everything that I said last summer still applies to starting your leagues like right now
4: hell yeah all
0: right ed tay in the building what up bro what up and emil said mark andrews to the moon or at least stock up um i don't know if andrews stock can get much higher because he's not a hundred percent like he's not on the field a hundred percent of the time and i know a lot is related to like um he's diabetic he's like uh what um I forget um I forget exactly how you said it, but the type two diabetic, that's what he is. So he's never gonna play a hundred percent of snaps. I mean, he's already like tight yeah, end one, tight end yeah. two, and a lot of people's yeah, like, yeah, I mind. think he's
2: um right, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I think he's pretty much hit his ceiling. And also the fact that they drafted two more tight ends tells me that they, I mean, they're gonna run a lot of 12 personnel. So Andrews is still gonna eat, and with Hollywood out of there. He's going to see all the looks he can handle. But yeah, it's just like, yeah, I don't see how his stock can go much higher. He's already near the top. They're probably going to be a second round pick and redraft. To me, he's just, I mean, he can't be taken. Even Kelsey, I just can't see taken in the first of these drafts because they're, just, they're tight ends. I mean, they gotta. there are times where they have to block and do the dirty work. So they're not gonna yeah. be up there with Chase and Jefferson and Cooper Cup. I know you get the positional advantage, but it's not worth
1: reaching that's really for. what it is. That's really what it is. It's getting like a back end WR one that's that's labeled a tight end, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, which in the second guys, round, you know, I'm
2: okay if, with that. But first like round, Kelsey I want one of those finish. elite WR1s.
1: If you put Kelsey and Andrews from last year, uh, with with the receivers as far as receptions with their top ten. Yeah. Oh yeah. They're, they're, they're you worth the second I mean? so, round pick. Yeah. So, I mean, based on, on that, you know what I mean? Like, and then also like, you know, the fact that they have to block it, just, it, they'll never leave the field. So, you know, that being on the field is the opportunity because there's times where like, you'll see somebody in line, like they're going to block and they they peel out into the flat, catch that tug. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, well, I mean, the thing about Andrews is he. I mean, I just said it right before he got back. He, because he's a type two diabetic, he's never gonna play 100%. I soccer. never knew that, bro. I usually know these things too. Type yeah, I so. think
2: he's uh, wait, I don't know, I know, you know, know every player that, that I think think of that.
0: he's – Okay, it could, I could be wrong about mm-hmm. the which type, but he's
2: yeah, oh, yeah, he's diabetic. Yeah, that's the <laughs> point here. Yes, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, no, yeah we're, we're, do not
1: remember, we're not no. doctors. I do remember it was a big deal if he opted out in 2020 because he was scared because he's a diabetic.
5: Yeah, but he, he played, but he man. Played. Yeah, he big ups he, he to needs to playing. get paid. He needs oh, to get yeah. paid.
1: You know what I mean? So
2: Yeah, and the boy I that like he that. produced that year, yeah, and then last year he really did. You know, he's he's a, he's just one of those, like, just good stories, man, like being able to do what he can do as a diabetic, you know, as not just a starting solid team, any elite tight end. The dude last year – Pulling up his numbers here. I'm, I mean, it was incredible, I mean, Over 100 catches. I forgot just how good he was. 107 receptions for uh, 1361 through the air and the receiving yards and nine tugs.
0: Dude's fucking yeah. ridiculous. You know what's <laughs> yes. crazy about it? That's you the know first know. round
1: draft capital and redraft. I'm just saying that. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Like, I'm surprised. Like, he's the value then if we're going to get him in the mid-second. Like, you know what I mean? I, yeah, a I think his
2: value It's just the thing. In that system, though, I think last year he may have kind of peaked at that because they didn't have all hurt. their running backs last year. Every, yeah. All their running backs were hurt. They had to throw more last year. And, and he also – he did really – he almost did better with Tyler Huntley than
0: Lamar. And, I mean, Lamar is going to yeah. be back. You know what? There we go. All right. Sir Bong's a lot. Fact-checked it. Okay. Type 1 okay, guy. That's yes, okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. So I was wrong about that, and I'll remember that for the future.
1: Type Here's one. the thing, too. Shout out to Ozzie Newsom because – he probably was able to draft him at a value in that draft, and because he had the diabetes, you know what I mean? Because he took Hayden Hurst in the first round. That yeah, game.
2: that's wild, man. They took Hayden Hurst over him, and mm-hmm. then Andrews ended up way better.
1: Because I mean, he's he he is but they, the tight end guru. You know what I mean? But they oh, traded well, him.
0: Didn't they trade Hayden Hurst? Like, they yeah, we well, yeah, had at Atlanta when his. A, uh, they weren't a few years his, later when they weren't yeah, going to
2: pick up his option. Yeah,
1: right. And now yeah, it's so with the Bengals exactly.
2: I like Aiden Hurst with the Bengals.
0: He could have sneaky good value. Mm. So Andrews was drafted third round, 86th overall. So I mean, shit, some guys that we're talking about in that range, you know, Greg uh Greg Dolchik, uh number 80, you know, to Greg the Greg the- Dolchin Gabana. The- <laughs> yeah, there we <laughs> go. Yeah, we gotta give him a nickname. He got
2: better than he had a freaking up. um it's Salami's the, my favorite
1: the Ravens, um,
2: another uh, about the two tight ends they drafted, they drafted two tight ends that I thought had potential in the right spots, could have had some pretty good long-term value there. Charlie Kolar and Isaiah Likely, especially Isaiah Likely, he was a really good receiver, receiving tight end with Coastal Carolina, a team that was in the same conference. Would as you say Asian they took him lightly? But uh, but yeah, they took not one but two of them and they still got Nick Boyle, they still got <laughs> Ed Oliver, I think, or Josh Oliver, my bad. They, I mean that's five tight ends that they've spent pretty good capital on there. That's just I mean, Andrews is obviously the alpha and is gonna produce, but the rest of them are just there's just not gonna be enough left for any of those you guys in realm. You
1: know, Greg Roman's system, the tight end is the look. This goes all over oh, yeah, the they're gonna they're gonna
2: lead the league in 12 personnel. This goes the all the
1: way back to the Niners, bro. You know what I mean? With Vernon Davis and, and uh, my man Delaney Walker. You know, that's Greg Roman at at, at his at his highest is going to want to feed the tight end. And like when they had all their running backs dying on them, they were probably like, you know what? Draft hella tight ends. Yeah, they didn't draft
2: <laughs> any receivers. They traded Hollywood and instead drafted no receivers. You know what? We're just going to take two tight ends. They're just good. They're going back to the run heavy 12 personnel.
1: Jarvis Landry probably ends up there.
2: Yeah, it will bring in somebody. I'm sure, yeah. but it's still they're not gonna. It's not gonna be good for fantasy outside of Bateman. I want nothing hey, to I'll do see with OBJ any Baltimore on, like, Twitter receivers.
1: OBJ has no. been hell annoying on Twitter. He's been like trolling Debo. He's been like, oh <laughs> yeah, he's I like, get, I
2: got the tea. I don't. Know I'm we, gonna spill to it. Steal. Yeah, and then he's like, the oh Debo
1: up. to the Patriots, and he's like, oh, I'm just playing around now. Yeah, I, I don't even I'm follow just bored him now now on somebody. Twitter. Yeah, he's
2: just—he's a troll, bro. He's a troll. There's, there's a reason that motherfucker's still a free. You want people
1: to talk about him and shit. He's like exactly. Talk about, he's in a he's, he's, an attention, me,
2: he's, he's an attention up an whore. whore. It's an attention whore. Yeah, if he's but yeah you know? he is bored. You know he's yeah. <laughs> so yeah, but let's
0: not let's not give OBJ any more attention. He's been a little bitch after, ever since his Fast. touchdown in the Super Bowl. Fucking bastard. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Alex a the Last question before we get in back into the the positions here. He said, uh, "Do you draft based on long-term future rather than what the players uh, can do during the upcoming season?" So he's talking about dynasty.
1: Well, it just it depends where I'm at in the draft. Like if if I'm in the second round, like mid-second round, and Cooper Cup's still there, I'm gonna draft Cooper Cup more than a lot of these youngsters. Yeah. Because like people are passing on Cooper Cup because they're thinking of his age, and it's like I want to. He's the guy that's gonna help you win now.
0: You know what I mean? It's gonna be funny. Going to be 29 this year, but that's, yep. to some people, that's ancient for fucking Dynasty. That's prime to me. You know what yeah, I mean? receivers for a can rescue. produce
2: into their early 30s. Mm-hmm. I mean, not everyone's going to be Larry Fitz, but they have a lot the of receivers backs the that ones produce back, into their 30s. What up,
1: song? what up, Song? The running backs are the ones I don't really like to reach on early if they're already like 25, 26. Like, I'll wait for the value on them. Yeah, because, yeah, like, we why?
2: broke that down in that Dynasty Strategies yeah. video, yeah.
0: Yeah, Alex Sizzle, you gotta go back, go back a couple videos. We have a dynasty startup. Yeah, yeah, go check that out. Yeah, we literally break down like all of our thoughts on it. I mean, for me, it's finding a fine line between you know vets and young players because you still want to win in your first year playing. Like, I don't understand the guys who play their first year knowing that they have no chance. Yeah, especially
2: if it's a buy-in. It's
0: like I don't want to throw my (laughs) money away the first year. Come on. Yep. Hell yeah. All right. Let's get back into some of these uh some of these positions. And Devin, I saw your question. We're gonna be getting to the wide receivers uh pretty soon here. All right. I want to break down some offensive linemen, at least landing spots before we um before we break down uh the running backs and then wide receivers, because there was nine offensive linemen drafted in the first round, nine out of 32. That's how important it was to fix some of these holes. And you got icky. You know, going to the Panthers at number six. We got Evan Neal going to the Giants at number seven. We need that for CMC and Saquon. We need that for those guys. Mm. Yes, resurrect them. (laughs) Those, that was the biggest. I mean, we were talking about that when we were live on the draft. Like, everyone who has CMC and Saquon should be very, very happy because that's where they put the future in those guys right now.
1: Yeah. Especially because they have Danny Dumbass and then Sam and then Sam Darnold, right? So it's like, The, you know they're going to try to run the ball, and now that they got the line bolstered up, this just helps it. because that's why these guys are getting hurt, taking too many hits, man.
0: Hell yeah! And then we, we got to the to load, and then we got the Seahawks at number nine. Of course, as soon as they get rid of Russell Wilson, they go out and address the offensive <laughs> line. Big slap in the face to Russ, but I'm sure he's happier in Denver, anyways. Charles Cross, that was the big pickup there. Then. The Texans, so they traded back a couple spots. I'm sure they still got the guy they wanted in Kenyon Green, and uh, at number 15, real nice pickup, Zion Johnson going to the Chargers at number. I seven. like Cowboy. that.
1: I like that. The, cow- the Cowboys were hoping that Zion would follow
0: them. Hell yeah, you thought. <laughs> and Guru. How do you feel about uh, who the Saints got at 19? Ooh, big Trevor pinning, boy. Big core fed motherfucker,
2: man. 6'7", and <laughs> over 300, bro. He is a load, bro. Let's go. F-
0: left tackle of the future. Hell yeah. And then the Cowboys went out and drafted Tyler Smith at 24. The Ravens at number 25. <laughs> the like, Ravens ah, at hit him 25. With the 25. They got their center, Tyler Lindenbaum, and boy, did they need it. The one that was really strange to me was number 29, Cole Strange. I don't really know. Give him the buzzer. Give him the buzzer. (laughs) It was
2: strange to me. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Belichick. I mean, that's it's to me was just this is an example of him just thinking like it's obviously must be a a system fit. But I think he just got makes the picks. It was. He has the dog with him. Yeah, Remember, he had a dog, did it. Yeah, he's a he,
1: dog. Mixed the picks.
2: Yep, dog sabotaged him there. McVay, man, I'm sure y'all saw McVay. He's like, we had him on our board for pick 104, and he's already gone. <laughs> man.
0: Yep. So, Crazy, I mean, bro. I feel like every team that went O line, I mean, obviously they needed it. I mean, for the Seahawks, you know, we like it. We're going to talk about the running backs. You know, situation over there for for Bogey's Judge Davis Mills Lane. You know, like <laughs> they need some protection over there for him. That was <laughs> good time. I really hope he works out, man. That, we, <laughs> that
1: would be <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I remember, you want to know how he earned my respect when he was taking mad hits? And I was like, yeah, I remember telling us, I was like, yo, Judge, he can really take a hit. <laughs> yeah, he yeah, yeah, like, he, yeah. he was the butt of our jokes at first. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, I with fucking
2: old man David Cully and that shit show last year, but at the judge, man, he actually produced. Like I am mm-hmm. like, not a I'm still not a long-term believer in him, but I but I, I'm rooting for him, man. He's like a Minshew type, it's you know, hopefully he can actually work out. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's like he's a better yeah. version of the great white hope.
0: And yeah. as of right now, his his uh, his future looks a little bit brighter than Trevor Lawrence's. You know, like could that change this year? Like, yeah, for sure. But man, it was—they like, could be duking pretty... it out. The Judge versus T. Law—that'd be some good
2: battles.
1: Yeah. Oh, the Judge versus the Law. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right.
2: <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah.
0: So, I mean, the Chargers. I mean, that was a great pick for them. I mean, protect Herbert, protect that investment because you got him on the rookie deal for. Yep. this year and maybe next year and i mean next year he's but gonna no, require they gotta,
1: pay him, they gotta pay him uh after year three that, it, that'd be a crime dude
0: yeah especially i mean everyone's because, already labeling you know, him a
1: future the, hall of famer at this yeah point. And, and you know the the the, uh, the average salary just keeps going up anyway so it's like you want to lock him down for, so like four years from when you locked him down he's you know he's market value you know yeah I mean? him
2: and Burrow, it's like yeah y'all gotta you gotta pay them asap asap you know those are generational talents like i was saying uh i think i said on, on our show about like man if the chargers and Bengals, if they can't win a super bowl with herbert and burrow then they're never gonna win one yeah they gotta extend those guys as soon as their contracts or once their third year ends they need to extend them right
0: then and there yep all right, well, those were the teams that had running backs or quarterbacks that they really needed to protect. Well, let's get to the teams that uh, needed some running backs. I was not shocked that Brees Hall did not go in the first round. I've been saying that this whole time. Nobody drafts running backs in the first round. Like, you have to be someone who is going to be like a three-down back right out the shoot, and that's not going to be Brees Hall, especially not to the Jets. But I do love the landing spot. I've been saying sell Michael Carter forever. Because Brees Hall is definitely going to be um, a thorn in the side of Michael Carter um, managers, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. Rest Michael in Carter. peace. Rest in He's peace still like Michael a deeper Carter league managers.
1: <laughs> yeah, for dynasty, yes. But I'd say like in deeper leagues and redraft, like 14 teams type shit, like Michael Carter is going to be a guy on people's bench. That's for sure. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, good, good yeah. handcuff. You know, if something would happen to Brees, hopefully not. Man, we don't want our rookie running backs getting hurt. But, I mean, if something would, then Carter, yeah, he'd be back to being in the RV2 mix.
0: Now, for Brees Hall for redraft. Okay. I mean, you see guys like CEH. I mean, they get he gets drafted in the first round, 32nd overall. But the hype is there to where he's a first rounder in redraft, second rounder in redraft, you know, at the latest. But then you see a guy like Jonathan Taylor. He's drafted in the second round. Of the NFL draft, but he's like a four to six, or let's say three to six round pick in super flex redraft leagues, just literally for being a round two guy. Brees Hall, they, they up- return to the
2: return of Mac was
0: still there at that point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was. Michael Carter's is still here right now amongst all the. Well, they got like five running backs right now.
1: Yeah. It yeah. Point. It is
2: at LaFleur to LaFleur's younger brother deal. So they,
1: right. they
0: normally run a committee.
1: Mm-hmm. I, mean, it, uh, I mean, it's it's the Shanahan thumbprint.
0: Where do you think Brees, Hall, uh, Spencer, we'll kick it to you first. Where do you think Brees Hall is going to get drafted in rookie or no, where do you think he's going to get drafted in redraft and where would you be comfortable taking him in a redraft league?
2: Okay. Okay. I would say shoot, and, uh, as long as it's you know in, in, in super flex, I would say mid to late second. And in single QB, I'd go as high as early second. You know, I don't think I'd go quite first because with the with the quarterbacks. I mean, not the quarterbacks. The um, shoot. I lost my train of thought there. I would say I, I guess because well, because of the system. With the well, yeah, with Zach Wilson not being legit and stuff, it's just like I don't know how good the offense is gonna be in New York in year one for Breeze. So I don't, I don't know if he'll get enough red zone opportunities to be worth a first rounder. But I definitely think he gets a good amount of volume there by being a guy that can do it on all three downs. So with that being said, I think he's he's worth. I'd say in any, he's a second rounder for me in redraft. I'll I'll put it at that.
0: Bogey, where do you think Brees Hall will be drafted in redraft leagues? And then where is the highest that you will pull the trigger on him?
1: In a single QB, I'll probably grab him in like the 2-3 turnaround. He's probably not going to be there, so I won't have him. But yeah, I'm saying yeah that he because, won't be there. <laughs> I'm saying that because, man, it's like, <clears throat> I remember when Le'Veon Bell went to the Jets. And mind you, this that was a totally different team. But like I was just like, I'm not, I'm just not fucking with that in, in the back of the first or, or on that one-two turnaround. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's
2: yeah, I'm not, yeah, definitely not fucking with it in the back of the first. Which I probably won't get any much either. Because I, I guarantee defense, you the height beasts are gonna
1: push his ADP up there. Like the defenses really to me dictate success of the run game, obviously, right? And like if it, it's it's up to you to think whether or not. The Jets defense is going to be, you know what I mean, winning games with low scoring and you know what I mean? Because that's just gonna go hand in hand with the run game. And you, know, you have to you have to believe that Zach Wilson's taking a step forward that way you could, you know, uh, extend drives, you know, what I mean, and get into scoring positions, or else like you don't want those running backs, you know what I mean? And it's like, is Michael Carter gonna get the, the passing work early? Because it is gonna be maybe not so much a committee, but a time, a timeshare. I mean, even if it's I I have it being like a 70 30 timeshare. But, like, could you imagine if this team is still the Jets? They're going to be in a lot of hurry-up situations. Maybe it is more Michael Carter. Same way when they were figuring it all out as rookie head coaches, you know what I'm saying, uh, uh, Sala and then a rookie uh, OC and uh, Mike LaFleur, you know what I'm saying, they had Ty Johnson in there like a motherfucker, you know what I mean? He was like the passing down guy, you know what I'm saying? So I, I, I can see Michael Carter being that guy, you know what I mean? I, I think eventually as the year progresses – We'll see Brees Hall, uh, you know, be utilizing all three downs. You know what I'm saying, but he's still a rookie too. So yeah, that, that's I,
2: true, Bogey. I'm glad you, you kind of you kind of. I'd say mid second now for me. I don't early second. I mean, that's a too high. I think mid second is where I would. Like
0: this, in, this super would flex, like- in super flex, second third turn. So I think both of you guys are fucking insane. Okay. I would I think he's gonna get drafted in the second or the third. Like that's where I think he's going to get drafted. I
1: hope he's drafted in the third. I'd love to have him in the third.
0: I mean, super flex leagues. I mean, that's what I'm talking about. Like, super oh yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Oh, that's for damn show.
0: Yeah, third, <laughs> third round. Damn show. But I think in the, even in super flex leagues, there's gonna be guys who are hyped on him. I'm not touching him unless it's between the fourth and the sixth and even the fourth I mean, it'd have to be a late fourth probably, i'm telling you huss him. this dude's legit i mean i know the jets are not are the jets but i mean this Grease well, all kid is the real deal we're talking redraft so that's why i'm saying i wouldn't touch him before then because i'd rather have i i would just rather have other guys before him I, i'd rather have some wide receivers you know before him i'd rather take my second qb you know before him like go like mixing yeah. Yeah, I'd rather yeah. Mixon.
2: Yeah, well, I think Mixon yeah, I think a, people are going to take be, him over Mixon mixing could be I'm a first
1: this. round pick this year. I don't think so, man. Maybe early second. There's going to be some crazy He probably be a guy that gets pushed down cuz like there might be a crazy asshole that starts bringing up Kenneth Walker like I've been to the third round too. Like, you know, there's I mean, l- l- let's get to Kenneth Walker then in that sense.
0: Go like, ahead and shout it I out. Think his, 40, I think number 40
1: number 41 pick to the Seahawks. I think his situation for redraft, you know, it's arguably better than Brees Hall because he's, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I don't think, I don't fear no Rashad Penny or, and, you know, Chris Carson's probably never going to play again. Yeah, you know what I mean? For right. me, Kenneth Walker
0: is the 101. And I feel like a lot of it, it it's all about the path to being the workhorse. And who's going to have a workhorse? Is the Jets going to have a workhorse or the Seahawks going to have a workhorse? Like, I feel like Pete Carroll and his old senile ass, he's all mm. about having a workhorse. Going off the defense, we already know what their QB situation is all about right now. They're going to be running the ball a lot. Chris Carson's always hurt. Rashad Penny, I mean, shit, he's always hurt. Ken Walker.
1: DJ DJ Dallas, Travis Homer, they ain't shit.
0: None of them. (laughs) And Kenneth Walker, I mean, a lot of people were saying that he was the best, like, pure runner. You Know in the in the draft, I mean Brees Hall's just he's a little bit more he's amazing. no juggernaut. <laughs> exactly. well, yeah,
2: well, the reason I'm pretty high on Brees Hall is because of the PPR upside you get with Brees Hall. I think Brees Hall could easily catch 50 balls as a rookie. And where Kenneth Walker, he ain't catching no 50 balls, but he'll definitely be, he's I the think, a thousand-yard rusher. Let me, hold on, road bogey. Road. Don't exactly. do it. Don't don't
0: steal it from me. Don't steal it from me. Okay. okay. The person that we that he's that's gonna be throwing him the ball. I don't know if you guys have ever seen this play. I'm going to go find it because we yeah. talk about it a lot. Zach Wilson, man. One of yeah, Zach Wilson's really biggest bonehead that. plays was him trying to pass the ball. He's looking right at he, the player, too. He hit Ty
1: Johnson right. was in the back of the dome.
0: Right in the back. Right in the back. <laughs> Zach Wilson is horrible. And Mike
3: White was
1: the, the one. It was the great white hope. White Mike himself <laughs> <was> the <laughs> great one white tagging the, the running back. So I'm hoping Zach Wilson learned that. That's another thing, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, because yeah. then, then, then you throw in the Carter variable, you know what I mean? Where I probably would rather have Walker just, you know what I mean? I'm still not paying no second or third round for Walker, neither, though. So, no, uh uh-uh. uh, you know what I mean? Walker's someone I bet,
0: like, I, I remember I'm a talking single
1: years. QB too, because I know most people, like, traditionally, that you know
0: what I mean? You guys bring up single QB, I'll bring up uh, super flex because in a super flex league guys like kenneth walker i mean shit i remember a couple years ago getting antonio gibson in the ninth round of a super flex league you know like i mean just crazy shit can happen with these rookie running backs there's some leagues where your league mates aren't going to be super high on drafting rookie running backs in a redraft leagues that's what we're talking about one year you Mm -hmm. know leagues kenneth walker is going to be a guy maybe drafted sixth seventh round like in these super flex leagues that's gonna be good good value there's gonna be Especially some dumbasses
1: sure. that go in for penny first for show too oh yeah <laughs> i'm serious yeah that, penny serious. might be a third
0: fourth rounder in, oh, uh, in super my flex.
2: god a i redraft. know i tried to i tried You're to defend penny more. in our last one of our last videos but i can't defend that that's fucking insane penny is just he ain't gonna last man walker's gonna steal his job within the first month
1: He's gonna. He's he's he, he's gonna. He's a walk on. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, Penny is. Yeah, Penny. Yeah, he's gonna walk and lose his job. He's gonna walk off the cliff, and then Walker's gonna be like, "I got this."
0: Penny takes <laughs> I'm the, the workhorse, bitch. <laughs> so if uh, I mean, is Brees Hall your guys's unanimous one hundred and one in Dynasty?
1: I still would take him, yeah.
0: Yeah, I still would it's of the all around because the all-around ability. I, I mean, he's got the ability, yeah,
1: he's like, the bad, like I, I like, like him as a talent better than Ken like,
2: Walker.
0: Yeah. Like, and what and about like, um even in Superflex, right? Like you're picking Brees Hall over Pickett. Oh, I mean, who, yeah, for what sure. quarterback.
2: do would Walker over Pickett. I just I don't I don't think the Steelers are gonna let Pickett really unleash it. They're the gonna be the, the Seahawks
1: didn't take a quarterback, right? I don't think no, they didn't. They didn't. Yeah, so see that that's another thing, too, is like they have to figure that out like i mean if, if it's a lock i do like that drew lock has these two weapons with Lockett and, and metcalf to take the top off but i, I mean because you still got to kind of play honest right if you're defense right mm-hmm. yep i mean you can't just all the way stack the box so i guess i guess maybe you know what i'll, I'll take walker i'll take walker one-on-one
2: Pete, can't, man, Pete Carroll's got to be seen out the fact that he's going into this. After oh, he's though, seen now. Right. Drew Locke is his core. But yeah, he, he's got
0: to be seen now. I'm sold now. That he's going to get He's been all So for me, I mean, Walker is the 101. Brees Hall is the 102. Um, and then we start getting into other running backs who we don't know how far they will fall. So the third um, rookie uh, RB drafted was James Cook. Went to the Bills, number six yeah, said, overall, and then they traded up. Uh, traded uh, that was with the trade with the Bengals to get him. I'm not sold on James Cook, and I think if, I mean he's a back end. I mean end of the second round, you know. I think the way that they were using Singletary last year, I, I just really think that Singletary's still going to be the guy. I think that it's Zach Moss who really takes the hit with uh, with Cook coming over there. I think with Cook, yeah, he's going
2: to see – well, yeah, Moss is irrelevant now. He's he's going to be out of the picture. He, I don't even think he'll make the final roster because they also brought in Duke Johnson this offseason. So what I'm yeah. thinking with Cook, though, I, I really like this landing spot, though, because Singletary's a guy yeah, he'll get most of the early work. But I'm thinking as the year goes on, we're going to see more and more of James Cook. And for PPR leagues, he's going to do quite well there. He'll be the check down guy. I think he'll catch probably – around 40 maybe 50 balls there somewhere in that range and and I think he'll see more and more carries as the year goes on with I don't think they're going to want to keep him off the field. I mean, he's got the skill set. I know he's on the smaller side, but he's got the skill set to potentially be a every-down back. I don't expect that in year 1, but for dynasty, I really like it because he's just he's he's in a great offense and he's in, in the gene pool. I mean, he's as a younger brother of Dalvin Cook and if he's anything like his brother, he's going to be a beast, and so I think there with Singletary not being anything special, you know, it's not like he's got to go beat out a an already established like stud veteran running back. He all he has to beat out really is Devin Singletary because Duke Johnson was just on a one year deal. I don't think they expect him to do much. And Moss is, is garbage, so
0: I like. This. Well, I guess, well, I mean, I guess the thing for me is like. He was never really a thing in college. Like he couldn't even really beat out his teammates to get like all the reps. I mean, last yeah, well, it's, it's
2: Georgia though, man. Georgia's RBU. I mean, they had Nick Chubb, Sony Michelle. I mean, so are they they kill it with running backs. Yeah, and they they run committees. That's how they do it
0: over there. Yeah, and I mean, you look at a guy like Sony Michelle. I mean, he did all right, but you know he. Nick Chubb, I mean, that's a different story because, I mean, his values pretty much stayed the same ever since he's been in the league. But I think with him going to a run first, you know, team, I mean, that was really the reason why he is what he is. So I'm just – I'm really nervous about Cook. I mean, he's super efficient, you know. I I mean, that's really what it's going to come down to. I mean, but not a lot of tread on the tires. But, I mean, before this year, I mean, he never even had – um, uh, he did. He's never even had 40 until this year. He never had 46 rushing attempts in Antonio season. Gibson.
2: Well, yeah, yeah, that's but, a good point. Bogey. Antonio I mean, he, Gibson didn't do
0: much in college yeah. as a runner. No. And look at him. yeah, well, I mean, look at his receptions. Though. I mean, this year he had 27 receptions, 284 yards. Last year, 16 receptions. The year before that, 16. The year yeah, just, that, the thing with college is that I mean. No, this is a
2: James Cook or yeah,
0: James
1: Cook. Awesome. Oh, yeah. I yeah kinda, he's, he's not a load carrier at all.
2: Well, yeah. I just like him, though, because he's. A, I think he'll be a PPR specialist. I mean, hell, they were going to work him out as a wide receiver at the Senior Bowl, but he declined because I think he wanted to still be a running back or whatever for his draft purposes, which yeah. I'm not sure why receivers now are getting drafted.
1: He's supposed to have like really good hands. Like, he, even though the, those numbers you said the 27 reception, 16. Look at the targets he got. Like, he was like, he was like, he he caught damn near everything that's thrown. Yeah. It. So, yeah,
2: you get with the college stats, it's like, you kind of, and they, they, the way they do college offenses a lot of times, it's just, they, is, this they, this they, is they do things fit, differently. Though. But I think, I think it's, you'll that's going to translate very well to the pro level. And he offers that. Uh, I'm
1: with you. I'm with you. I, I, maybe not for fantasy purposes. But that's what we're different. talking about. We're breaking yeah. this down for fantasy like, purposes. I think he. I think he's definitely a guy that helps, like, a Josh Allen because, like, you know, Josh Allen, he, he's going to lead that team in rushing. I, I'm still going to believe that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, definitely. To do.
2: I just like having those kind of guys to, to, as depth. I like having, like, he's. I think he'll be kind of like he could be a, a JD McKissick, hopefully a better version of that. You know, somebody hey, that has a. I mean, should they try to go after
1: JD, right? They try to right, go after right, JD. Right, right. That's what I'm
2: saying. Right. They try to go after JD, didn't get him, and now they drafted James Cook, spent a pretty high pick on him. So they obviously had big plans for JD, the fact that they made him a priority. And so I think James mm-hmm. Cook in that spot is just, no, he's not going to be Brees Hall or Kenneth Walker, but I think he's a good depth piece to have that could be a flex play with upside.
0: I like that. Yeah, what like, what um, up? Shout out to Peacock. Peacock! just took Cook at two oh one in uh, in a rookie draft, single QB. Which uh, I ho- I honestly feel like I was outside. just gonna
1: say I think he, I think if you can get him in an early second round, you'd be happy because you know what I mean like the single QB ones, like you know I mean? it's well like is easier or super superflex even the ones with IDPs and it, it's like you'll be able to get these guys you know what I mean a little more value, but it's like man, single QB rookie drafts like that's but that's how a value second round. Even super flex,
0: there's really only like three or four QBs that may get drafted in the top three rounds in these rookie drafts, you know. Cause I don't even know if Malik Willis is a first rounder, you know, anymore. In 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 a super flex um rookie draft. I don't know if he's a first
1: rounder. I, I tell you this much, man. This draft I did with the rookies in it, it it made me so mad because everyone went rookie crazy, not knowing any landing spot. And it's like random people were celebrating during the draft, like, oh yeah, I got. You know, Sky Moore in the tenth or ninth round. She's so happy now. <laughs> I'm like, damn, I'm like damn T D. Why, why didn't don't you
0: get me in that league, bro? <laughs> <laughs> we would have been eaten. <laughs>
2: oh, I mean, I love my team. The Christian Watson the Green Bay, another good landing
0: spot. Yeah, I and think that... he got him well, in like the so tenth let... round. Oh, so let's get back on uh, on on James Cook real quick. Okay, for Dynasty. Single QB, I mean, I honestly don't think there's, I mean, much difference between a single QB and super draft or super flex, uh, super flex rookie draft of this year. One or two players is going to make a difference. But, yeah, James Cook, second round, I'd be happy with that, you know, because even if he's in my taxi squad year one, um, but definitely not a first rounder for me. I wouldn't take him in the first round. That's. T- I
1: might take him in the back of the first if I needed running back
0: and, like, I, I can't trade back or, you know what I mean? I guess at number 12, you know, if I got the 112 and he's still there, I guess it depends on what wide receivers are still there, also. Good
1: point. Cause I'm, cause that's who I would want to grab. I want these, I like these receivers. I like, they, they all have great landing spots. Like, you know what I mean? And Not you all. already know, They're and
0: all- you already know why we got the 112, right?
1: Championships.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so that would keep- be pretty nice. You win a championship and then you come out with James Cook as your, as your first pick out the 112. When I feel, a lot of these picks, like 110 and beyond, are a lot of crapshoots. Mm-hmm. All right, let's see. So a couple uh, – so what we have? We had three three guys drafted in the third round here. What's this? Rashad White to the Bucks at 91. Uh, we talked about uh, Ty Davis Price to the 49ers, 93. <laughs> and then Brian Robinson to the Commanders at, yeah, uh, at 98. It,
2: Oh man, that's just
1: man. Why are they
2: doing this? Oh, yeah, I, mean,
1: I was changing Dan diapers. I, I did I miss uh Pierce? I missed Damian Pierce. No, no, no. Worst. No, he was now. the fourth. Oh, round we're Damian only in the third round. Pierce. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, yeah, so no. I, I'm, I'm caught up. Okay, yeah. The, 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 the Let's go to my Niners real quick. That's
0: thinkers podcast. What up, bro? It is. What bro, up?
1: Bro. Shout out to my man Dennis. Man, the yeah, going back to my Niners. It's just. It's a poor man's Trey Sermon lightweight.
2: <laughs> yeah, it sucks, man. And with it's Robinson, like some with Robinson, feet. I feel like it's just gonna it's gonna hurt Gibby because he's a little bit bigger back. You know, McKissick's gonna steal the third down looks, and now they got Robinson to steal some goal line looks. So it's just man, they just you don't believe in Gibby as an every down guy. It doesn't seem like, which sucks because he's a guy that us dynasty a fantasy owners in general love to hype up but i think it's just time to admit that gibby's just he's not an rb1 he's just not it
1: i still love antonio banderas but but you know what though (laughs) not as all going into 2021 i remember viewing him like okay i used to view him as that that uh second tier running back that could possibly get into that first tier you know what i mean yeah, Like, you get what I'm saying? And now it's yeah, like, it nah, no, he's a uh, mid-range. His ceiling to me is like mid-range RB2. You
2: know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It yeah, sucks, He had and so when, much potential. When you're
1: okay him. with that, you love getting Gibson still because you're, you're getting mm-hmm. him where you should, like, you know, at a value, not in a
0: second round. Because he finished as the RB12 last year. But, man, I mean, he had – th- I feel like it was like eight games. I I, I yeah. think I looked at this Yes, per game. basically below below double digits like that shit kind of sucks but that's the running back landscape that's why zero rb or you know just going later on rbs is getting more and more popular because a lot of guys aren't hitting in uh, in redraft leagues and it kind of sucks so none of these guys i mean for redraft leagues i feel are really going to be relevant i feel like all these guys are if we're talking single qb like i said it doesn't even make a difference this year late second round, you know, mid third to mid third round. I feel like these guys are going to be going, all of them are going to get drafted for sure.
1: Yeah. I mean, they're all, they're all, they're all values because you're going to get them all late except for outside of the James Cook one. You know
0: what I mean, yeah. Yeah.
2: White out of those three whites? The one I like the best because I feel like he could end up passing up Giovanni Bernard is the third down back over there.
1: Yeah. They brought back Gio.
2: Yeah, they did. Yeah, Gio and Lanny. Not... They let Rojo go, they brought back Gio know, and Lanny. I, I knew
1: Nanny. that. I knew all that. I just didn't know they brought back Gio. You know Man, what? I mean? they did. So this hell could a, be a, a… 1970s, uh, porn star mustache. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Rashad White
0: <laughs> is is he um
1: is he RIP to
0: Keyshown? Mm. Um, to mm. he... to o. Oh, yeah,
1: Keyshawn might not even make the final roster now. Here's the thing: I don't like he said it. Do you know? Is he more like like a pass catching back? Because
2: yeah, I think he's more of a pass catcher. Yeah,
1: then, then it's like he's like the geo role, like you said. Because if anything happens to Fournette, then we see Keyshawn. That's that's my belief right now. Because I don't know anything about this White kid. Uh,
2: Rashad can run too. He's got an all around ability. I liked him. I remember in those rookie drafts I did with you, Hus, before the actual draft, I took White on a couple of teams, and I remember a lot of the guys in our on the panel were like, "Yeah, that was a good pick" because he's got uh if they probably won't be good enough to be a three down back, but he's got three down ability.
1: Okay, so he could be the incumbent from Leonard Fournette.
2: Possibly. Yeah, they spent a pretty high capital on him. So they must see yeah. see that in him that he yeah, might have. I think Lenny only got ability. about
1: two years is this season, and then probably that you could opt out with him. That's that's real.
2: Yeah, so I like Rashad White a lot for Dynasty because if he if he didn't stash him cool. these next couple years, then when Lenny's out the door, Rashad White might take over as the, the starter over there.
0: Yeah. Rashad White. <laughs> All right, and I only I only um went uh, through the running backs through round four. I mean five, six, and seven. You know, I mean they're probably not even going to be drafted in your uh, dynasty leagues. But we got Damian Pierce going to the Texans at one oh seven. And Peacock said shoot me the link. I sent it to your uh, to oh, your yeah. Instagram, bro. Uh, we got uh, Zamir White going to the Raiders at one twenty two. Isaiah Spiller. Getting to the Chargers at 123. Pierre Strong going to the Pats at 127. And then Hassan Haskins going to the Titans at 131. Now okay. I do like Damian Pierce going to the Texans. Me and Bogey been talking about that. I know Peacock he even said it in there that he wanted Pierce. Uh yeah, so Damian Pierce gonna eat in Houston. Oh, Hell yeah. yeah. I feel like he he dropped so low. There was just high expectations on this kid. I know the combine was. I mean, he just didn't hit the metrics that some people wanted him to hit with the forty and things like that. Finished just a little bit below. I mean, the talent's there, but yeah, the fourth round slip. Um, he could be relevant
1: on the Texans
0: though. That's the only thing. That's the crazy thing. Fourth rounder.
1: too. I want to hear Peacock's take on this one because I'm I'm really interested in this kid. He probably has the third best landing spot. Yeah, because the fact to can- being
0: the RB1 on the Texans shouldn't be that hard at this point. I mean, return of the Mac, probably not. <laughs> right.
1: You know what I mean?
2: Yep, yep. And I also like the, uh, I, I don't want to say I'm like wild about it, but I kind of like the Isaiah Spiller landing. step from From the standpoint of that, like with Eckler, you know, being that he's a smaller back, he's not a – true workhorse he is a workhorse for fantasy purposes you know in ppr but for but for like for real life i like this spiller fit he'll take the justin jackson role in a really good handcuff because if something would happen to eckler isaiah spiller i think could easily
0: be a rb2 right Definitely. And I I feel like Damian Pierce, like when we're talking about guys getting drafted, I mean, for redraft, you know, these guys probably aren't going to get drafted at all, but uh, could be free agent darlings, you know, some uh, injuries happen, things like that. I feel like Damian Pierce, I mean, he may get drafted above in in dynasty leagues, may get drafted above all of the third round running backs that I just read off just because of the landing Mm -hmm. spot.
2: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And then the man, Pierre strong, Oh man, it's like why the Patriots, bro! I love Pierre Strong. He had so much yeah. upside, fastest running back in the class. Hoping he could land somewhere with an easier path, but fucking Belichick, man, he's gonna he's gonna waste away over there.
0: Yeah, it's gonna suck. I mean, he'll be someone that you can draft, you know, towards the end of your end of your drafts, and just throw in your taxi squad and hope that something happens to where he can, you know, start cracking uh, cracking the lineup and getting some snaps, but. Yep. And like, yeah, maybe the Ravens thing will happen. Maybe all three backs in front of him will get hurt.
2: Hell, James White's already have uh, battle on that hip thing. So I think he'll be able to – I they will say this. I think he'll leapfrog James White pretty quickly as the third down back. So there is some PPR appeal with Pierre Strong. And if either Damien or Rahama, as we like to call him, Rondre Andre Stevenson, if one of them would happen to get hurt, then there, there could be a little something for Pierre. It's just – I just hate Belichick, man. I yeah. can't stand him. He is – he just, I mean, and I'm sure he can't stand us fantasy analysts. He probably thinks, I can't, well, then fuck you too, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking oh, Belichick. Yeah, yeah, bro, we, he is just such a, yeah, that's his stick, man. He's just, he's such a Scrooge, but he he does that on purpose. It's just, that's just his whole act. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> mean, no, 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 to,
1: understand no, all all to understand the dark side.
2: Exactly. Yeah, he is the dark side. That's <laughs> for he, damn sure. I yeah, like, uh, damn.
1: I like, there was a cool stat I read on that kid though. Strong is, uh, he had, uh, over 10 touchdowns of 50 yards, p- uh, plus. Yeah. He's explosive. He's the fastest yeah. back in the class. The fastest man in the world. Eat your heart <laughs> out Raiders. You know, what's yeah, going all crazy? the Patriots
2: also drafted the
0: fastest receiver in the class. The kid from Baylor. Getting some speed. You know, what's crazy is uh, Pierre Strong is gonna be like you know what Ramondre Stevenson was last year for the Patriots in the preseason, you know, the, the darling who's oh, just cracking yeah. off these big ass TDs and all that shit, and then he's like rarely gonna get used. this yeah. I mean,
1: if he's not if he's not special teams, he won't even be active most weeks because yeah. That's, yeah, that's, exactly. that's, that's I to try to understand Belichick, you have to look deep all
2: everywhere with the running backs. You have yeah, he redshirts really, his rookies, man. He redshirted Damien.
1: The whole year, he was a healthy scratch. The whole year that his yeah, rookie that's bullshit. year, bullshit.
2: Yeah, exactly. he's, he's such a, a prick, shit. bro. Like because he doesn't play any
1: way. special teams, though. That's the thing, though. He didn't play no special teams. So yeah, you know what I mean, like look at JJ Taylor. They had Brandon Bolden as them, and JJ Taylor wouldn't play no, Fuck no special Brandon team, Bolden.
2: Though. Well, at least he's out of there. Josh McDaniel <laughs> yeah. stole whole thing from Belich- Belichick is probably crying. It's
1: yeah, like, because he's gonna play special <laughs> teams. Hell he, yeah, <laughs> he, could, he could be Brandon a backup line uh, for,
2: forever. <laughs> he loves those guys, bro. Oh, he's oh, yeah. with those Brandon guys.
1: Bolden got a few Super Bowls. Now that I think about it, yeah, he
2: <laughs> did. 30s. He's been like a Patriot lifer. He's just he's the Patriot way. Some guys. He was just, a he rookie same year as James Christmas.
1: White. He was Damn. a he was a rookie same year as James White, but he and then both of them took the uh the the, the special teams approach, and then but then James White got up uh, quick because they were they ran through Legarrette Blunt. That's uh, yeah year. White is as good as
0: the pass catcher. He became Brady's mm-hmm. checkdown guy. Yep and peacock he said pierce is going uh, early second round in dynasty oh, yep i i shot
1: you the i shot you the link peacock
0: yep i sent you also he said he was heading home when he started on this yeah ignorant thinker said i need one of those rookie rbs i mean shit don't we all bro it's about getting them out of value too and not really jumping
1: yeah you know cuz you got to wait on some of these guys and, like, if, if you get them out of value and they're just sitting on your bench and then they, then they start getting, you know, they start getting in, in, mixed into your lineup towards like week six, week seven. And these, you know, those are those guys that they come in, they're rookies. Cause the rookies that start, I mean, they're they're fresh, I should say. Cause the rookies that start from day one, a lot of times they hit the rookie wall. Remember Kareem Hunt? Mm-hmm. By week 10, he gave, I mean, by week eight, he gave us five week, five week stretch of like just of terrible shit. You know what I mean? He yeah. was like, what happened for the first eight weeks? You know what I mean. And then he <laughs> yep. came back and finished strong. But the rookie wall is a real thing, and 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 r- rookie running backs—that's the formula to winning in fantasy. If you ask me, like especially redraft, like you get those those guys that hit, like you know, uh, like a, a Aaron Jones, um, uh, uh, twenty seventeen, along with uh, Kareem Hunt, and, and and you know what I mean. See, uh, C- what was it? Uh who, who else was rookies that year? CMC ornette like we haven't had a class like that in a while you know what i'm saying so yep. i think a lot of people have been chased like myself been chasing that class you know what i mean so we, we go high we get high on these rookies but i've learned you just got to get them at a value like you know what for re- everybody just remember clyde edwards hilaire and guys like that like not everyone's saquon or 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 elliot you know what i mean uh, Najee. Najee. yeah
0: yep so for redraft I'm probably not going to have any rookie running backs for redraft. I mean, the best strategy is like, let someone else draft them. I mean, Brees Hall and Kenneth Walker, they probably won't get dropped unless they get hurt. But let someone else draft them who's hyped on them, and then they're going to drop them. And then when they drop them, you just get them as a free agent. It happened with Nick Chubb everywhere when Nick Chubb was a rookie. He was drafted by everybody in redraft. And then he goes like six weeks or something, you know, not doing shit. And then he gets dropped everywhere.
1: Yeah. And then they <laughs> trade away Carlos Hyde.
0: And boom. boom. Just like that. And Anyone amazing. who picks up Nick Chubb, instant playoff contender, probably a Super Bowl contender, mm-hmm. and probably a Super Bowl winner in your Yeah. Because, see, that was a
1: different case, too, because, like, you had Carlos Hyde to start week one. So people knew they had to wait. Yep. And then, like, and then it was a tease because I think, like, week three that year, they played the Raiders and he cracked off two 70 yarders. And he only had 3 touches that game.
3: <laughs> you know, I remember that. You
1: remember that? And
0: nobody started him. You did not start Nick No. Chandler. Everyone was <laughs> no. And if people that. tried you
1: the next week and he was still just this guy that was getting like 2 or 3, maybe 5. Yeah, that, was, that was weird. I remember
2: that shit. That made no sense. It's like why was Carlos Hyde starting over him? That's just man, he's crazy. money. Man, it was
0: money at that point. Yeah, well, these coaches
2: are so stubborn, bro. And they, yeah, the
0: they, money. They,
1: you got to you got to chase the money. It always is he, for the he, NFL. You know, in my I wasn't playing Oh, I wasn't in my own dynasty league yet cuz I was I was I was co-managing our team with Steamboat during that year but the 2018 uh, I was already uh, well off into my keeper league and I remember drafting Nick Chubb because they had Todd Haley there and Todd Haley had had uh Lev Bell with the Steelers of like the, the the prior 4 years to that so I was like oh I can't wait you know what I mean I was like I got to have all the Nick Chubb and so even in redraft, I was holding on to him, bro. I was I was one of the lucky ones. Like I just kept holding on, like I knew yeah, it. All like, well, the smart ones if he held him, that's on that's
2: smart. I mean, you identified that before the herd. If you had him before they all rushed to pick him up, then that's kudos to you. Like those that no, but see, I was the
1: idiot holding on to him, though. You know what I mean?
2: Well, no, you didn't say like, th- you weren't an idiot if you held on to it. It, <laughs> it was it, hard though. It paid it had to hard. Be. Yeah, bro,
1: because listen, there's no way anyone knows they're gonna trade away Carlos Hyde, you know what I mean. It's I played like, in
0: eight, I played in eight redraft leagues that year. He was drafted in all eight redraft leagues and then dropped in all eight redraft leagues within two <laughs> weeks of the Carlos Hyde news. And I just started working from home. And I remember like, I saw that shit and I was like, Oh shit, this is not a drill. I went and picked <laughs> him up in every league. I got so many text messages. One of my friends was a teacher at of middle school. He was like, you son of a bitch. He was like, I literally <laughs> stopped class to fucking go pick him up (laughs) and you still beat me to him. (laughs) That's hilarious, bro. You just got to be on your shit, though, you know, when it comes to that kind of strategy because, yeah, I mean – any league that you know a running back becomes relevant in in redraft, he's going to be gone within the hour. Yeah, so.
2: so yeah, I'm too busy for that. I try and build my teams up with good depth and all that because I'm, I'm too busy to, have to to get those guys. I never get that quick. I, I, I play in see. such competitive leagues with sharks to where like they're on that shit, and I'm just like, whatever, bro. My team's I mean, already there's stacked. No way, there's a the way good. to min-
1: There's a way to minimize that if you just put the if you let the waivers run every day, and then you right. put, but you got to play with Fab that way. yeah 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 yeah,
2: that's i prefer that version i like fab fab is it just it makes Uh, i I,
1: I like and hate it because like (laughs) i'm the type of guy i'll 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 spend like 10 bucks on a on a motherfucker and then next week i'll be afraid to drop him (laughs) (laughs) or you are are like
2: in my league where you ran out of fab after like a month
1: (laughs) but then you know what's funny is that because of that i had to play sharper and i still got i got to the dance though yeah, you made the dance. I got to give you
2: credit. Yeah, we yeah. both made we both redeemed ourselves. We we struggled the first year cuz that's all that's 12 savages in that league and then we uh, this year we we bounced back. <laughs>
0: And my thoughts, for dynasty, it's always got to be fab. I mean, but you're not going to get like, you know, crazy running backs, you know, or nothing like that. I mean, it'll be a lot of weird situations on who you're going to be able to get. But for redraft, unless it's a really, really deep league, I mean, if it's just a normal like 12-team league, I mean, that should be the standard. I know probably 10 is more the average. I just feel like it should still just be on the rolling waivers and first come, first serve. You know, after the, the week starts, you know, in, uh, on Wednesday. Because for redraft, everything is all about right now anyways. You know, it's all about right now. Oh, yeah. Got to be quick. Got to be quick on the draw. All right. Oh, let's get oh, to these yeah. wide receivers. Okay. We yep. had, let me see. How many did we have go in the first round? We had one, two, three, four, five, six. Six six big wide receivers going in the first round i'll read those out and then we'll all just kind of give our thoughts so drake london going to the falcons at number eight and on fnt we figured they were going to go um wide receiver or trade out of that pick and you know they got who they figured was the the top guy in the uh class then we had garrett wilson going to the jets at number 10 spencer who went at number 11 Chris Olave
2: to my New Orleans Saints, man. Morals, I excited. <laughs> oh, yeah, Hell I told yeah. the people I – let me do my dance. Record, I told the people I danced and they took Olave. So,
0: Woo! there
1: y'all go. There y'all go.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> traded up a couple spots uh, to get him. That uh, sounds so New Orleans
1: too, Olave. Sounds like sounds – Right, strange. right.
0: He'll, he's
2: going to fit in perfect, man. Mike Thomas is fired up. Uh, he yep. tweeted, oh, hey, I got hired. Chris Good.
0: Olave. Let's get to work. Uh, he's ready, man. It's going to be awesome. Hell yeah. Jamison Williams, even with the ACL, still went top 12, went to the Lions, and uh, they traded up with the Vikings uh, to get that. So they really wanted him. Um, Yeah, Amon Ra, we'll see what happens. We'll give some thoughts. uh, He's more of a slot guy anyway. Yeah. Jahan Dotson goes to the Commanders at number 16. So I wonder if they still got their guy because that was, you know, the swap picks right there. And then Mm -hmm. Traylon Burks. To the Titans, they trade away AJ Brown, and then that's a guy who is kind of like AJ Brown.
2: Yep, perfect fit. That's a it's a system thing. It's like it's he's Brable takes the page out of Belichick's book as far as he drafts mm-hmm. guys that he thinks are going to fit their system. And Traylon Burke should fit in like a glove over there.
1: Yep, like, great
2: landing spot for redraft and dynasty.
0: Yeah, because the path yeah. to targets is very easy for him. Yeah. There's literally like,
2: nobody. It's okay. Yeah, he got these Robert Woods coming off an ACL. That's it. Oh yeah,
3: yeah. I always forget he, about Robert he's Woods. A good blocker
1: on. too. He's he's there because he could block good too, and he's more of a, here's here's another thing. It's like I'm I, I get more worried about a low pass volume team like the Eagles for AJ Brown because there's there's other cats over there. Dallas Goddard, you know God made dirt. Dirt don't hurt, right? And then you also have uh, uh, the Slim Reaper. But over there, it's really just. It's really just Burks, you know what I'm saying? So,
2: yeah, Burke, the low pass Bobby volume, trees and a bunch of g- gross tight ends.
1: Yeah, so he's still going to get a, a, a you know a concentrated target market share even in a, on a low pass volume, and that's fine because we're not reaching up to grab this guy super yeah. early. So I I can see myself having some Burks in redraft too, if I can get know. him like you know mid rounds. You know what I mean? As like a my fourth running my fourth receiver or whatnot. Hell yeah.
0: So I'm nervous about Drake London because now I mean shit, he's gonna be top three pick, top four pick, you know, in dynasty, being the the top wide receiver more than likely. You gotta wait I on just, him. I just hate him being paired with Mariota, even if it's just for a year, even if it's for half a year. You know, I just I just hate that combo. Um, and I, I guess it, it just depends on where you're actually picking, but I don't know if I want to pick him at 103 or 104 in a dynasty league.
2: They're gonna yeah, be I'm not really fucking with him either.
1: Atlanta's uh, going to be calling for Ritter by, like, week four when they're 0-4. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's just I don't really like, like, that they got him and Kyle Pitts together. I was thinking it'd be better to have more of a compliment to Kyle Pitts being a smooth route runner, smaller receiver, like a Garrett Wilson, I thought would have been their pick if they went receiver, where I feel like Drake London, with him and Pitts, it's like, I mean, yeah, they're both studs, but it's like, they're just... They, they probably intend kinda... on having
1: Calvin Ridley back next year. They probably, you know, I mean, maybe that yeah. now that they have a young QB, uh, you know, going into next year with Ritter, maybe they do pay Calvin Ridley, and, and maybe be because of uh, of the shenanigans he went through. You know what I'm saying? You'll probably get him at a discount. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, so can you even depend on Calvin Ridley though at this point? I mean, even like the the gambling and before would that, you was, bet like, on it, the mental health. <laughs> like, was, no, I would not. I would bet on him not it out. That's why they took the receiver in the first. And I, I would have gone. I would have gone. Garrett Wilson, bro. I don't. Yeah, I don't like this fit, man. I, I think it's it's. I mean, I'm not saying London's gonna so, be a but bust, that's why but I say
1: maybe maybe they try to retain Calvin Ridley next year because of the fact that he's the route runner, he's yeah, the yeah. I, yeah, guy. I hear you,
2: I hear you. Yeah, yeah, he's more that like the smaller type that's uh you know, like a midget receiver yeah. per se, but he's not like he t- he's the not tighter a spaces. free like yeah, he, a Drake. He's
1: gonna London get open in them tight
0: spaces. Exactly. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. And then uh what do we think about Garrett Wilson though? I mean, I feel like I mean it's really Him and Alave, that I feel, just the better situation to where they're going to be getting peppered with a lot more targets right away. I mean, I I I guess guess,
1: more is a poor man's Debo. They were using him that way. It's the same system, obviously, with Mike Mike LaFleur. So, you know, this guy's going to be more of a traditional out out wide. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Uh, For for Garrett Wilson, I should say. You know what I mean? Like, I do like his situation. He gets to be a real number one. I mean, Corey Davis, eh, You know what I mean? (laughs) <laughs> oh, yeah,
2: exactly. Yeah, yeah Corey Davis is going to be on the back burner. It's just so with, with Elijah Moore and Garrett Wilson. I mean, that's kind of, I don't know. I mean, I'm a little nervous there. I mean, look at last year, with like, if it's a similar system to your Niners, like, yeah, Debo did well, but where was IUC at? You know, it's just, right. it's kind of a, I think they're both going to be a little unpredictable from week to week. So, I, I mean, I, I would still take Wilson, but I would have my expectations a little bit tempered as well. as same, and kind of like with London, it's like I just man, I don't know. These we guys have a big upside, but I'm nervous. I'm nervous about them. I wouldn't go all in with either one. Y'all can call me biased, but I'd take Olave over both of them.
1: I would because they didn't bring no other QB. I like famous Jameis. Exactly. If Infamous Winston. Winston. If, <laughs> if he, here's why I like it because he produced two WR1s. He's done this several times. Yes. In his career.
0: Yes. You <laughs> It's crazy how many fantasy analysts, I mean, he's definitely not named Spencer the Guru, saying that the Saints, oh, they're gonna go get a QB in the first round. Like, nah, oh, man, yeah. Jameis Bullshit. is gonna be
1: that dude. <laughs> I'm so glad they did it because I have so much Jameis. Yes, that's what I was saying. I remember both he, the you saying,
2: you were saying we're gonna trade up. I was like, hell no, only we're not gonna
1: Because it, it next only next made year. sense though, right? It only made sense. Not because, to they, because leave, they because they got they needed wide receiver. But they well, got know, rid of but, next year's first. That's right, but Jameis
2: is on a two-year contract, so he's going to be. Yeah, I love able. it then. I love it.
1: I'm yeah, just saying like that's why I I was saying they're arming Yeah, because you didn't believe they were
2: committed to Jameis, which I no. thought they might be because they signed him to a two-year deal, and then this year's fully guaranteed, so they, they paid him a decent amount of money. It's not like they just signed him for a one-year $5 million deal. They're paying him, I think, like 15 mil.
0: And these are the kind of moves that you need to make for like this year, you know? Like, I mean, yeah, I the Saints I are teams. in win
2: now mode.
0: Yeah. The Saints, are, from- the Saints aren't one of these teams that's
2: like, they're not the Falcons or the Panthers no, or, they just, or they tank. You know, they're trying to
0: win now. That's how Mickey Loomis does business. Yeah. And you got, I mean, fringe playoff team. I mean, shit, one win away, you know, from making it to the playoffs. Now, maybe these are two moves that get them, you know, to win a, a couple games, maybe make a push, you know, that defense. Mm-hmm. To be about offense defense is still defense.
1: legit, yeah. They were, uh, my ram. I mean, my Niners beat the Rams. If we don't do that week 18, the Saints were in, so they were in, yeah, there, you know?
2: right. And the reason I like to get back to the fantasy side of things, I like Olave a lot because his, he's got that field stretching ability, he's faster than MT, he's going to be that field stretcher. That guy that Jameis will be able to launch it to deep and be able to get those like those effort balls that Jameis loves to throw up Olave oh, yeah. go and get those because Marquez Calloway and Deontay Hardy are all right but they're not it they're not the kind of guys you can depend I'm gonna have me a lot of
1: Jameis can, I'm gonna have a lot of Jameis in super draft I
2: think hey, I will yeah. too I think I will too because a lot of people are gonna be like, ah Jameis he sucks I ain't fucking yeah I'm telling yeah, y'all yeah, Jameis is gonna be a value he's gonna be a he nice
0: he was the first overall pick in the NFL draft for a reason, you know. And if if his eyesight was really the biggest thing, you know that was fucking with him. And he already got that taken care of, you know. I mean, he looked really solid, you know, from what we saw. It just sucks and that mean, he hadn't done that.
1: Yeah, too, like you know, granted. Yeah, you know, for the like short
0: work. game.
2: Yep. Yeah. And and like, Slant Boy Michael Thomas. So he'll be able to get some he'll be able to get the dink and dunks and then for the field stretch. And he's got the Callaway and Hardy. Like I mean, then Olave though. I mean, he's gonna blow past both of them as far as being the primary downfield target. All
0: right. So what do you guys think about the other two wide receivers that we didn't talk about? Jameson Williams, and then what is it, Jahan Dodson? Yeah, yeah, I
2: like Jameson a lot for Dynasty. I think once they get Goffle out of there. Jameson's going to take off, but as long as Goffle's there, I ain't fucking with Jameson. So redraft, wow. I want no part of it coming off the ACL and stuck with Goff, but in dynasty, I love it because once they get a legit QB in there and he's healthy, he's, he's, he's he's the fastest. They said if he'd have been able to run his 40 time, he'd have probably been the fastest guy in the class. So once they get the, once he gets healthy and they get a better QB, he's it's Jameson to the moon.
1: I'd say, uh, he was really pissed though when he got drafted. Yeah, they trade up yeah. like oh fucking Detroit. Yeah, Detroit. Like, <laughs> man. Yeah,
2: yeah, but, man, what, Detroit I said it before, and I'll say it again. Detroit, they're building something over there.
1: That that's gonna be you know, good
2: in the next year or two.
1: That, here's, what, here's what's fucked up for uh, Washington and like you know and, and McLaurin and stuff is that they have Carson Wentz and like Carson yeah, Wentz, he, that, got, he has a big that, arm. Uh, but here's another thing is that like if he comes in there and has immediate rapport with the rookie, you know what I mean? It won't surprise me because everyone has to learn Carson Wentz all of a sudden. You know what I mean? I yeah. know Terry McLaurin; he's had a plethora of QBs in his short career, so he's kind of QB proof. But he's also still going to draw the number one coverage. Like this kid might be interesting. Like and he's we're going to he's going to be that bottom of the barrel scrape. When you're in your rookie draft, like you might get them in like the third round for real.
2: Yeah, that's I mean. a good point because I remember McLaurin ate as a
0: rookie with Washington
2: mm-hmm. and no one yeah.
1: expected it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we have one of the best, you know, rookie seasons that we've seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and I mean, for redraft, and for redraft, I mean, the rookie wide receivers, I mean, they're always like, they always seem to be dart throws, you know, when, when we start getting into the eighth, ninth round, but. I mean, a lot of these guys might be going past the 10th round, especially in some of these super flex leagues. I really don't draft too many rookie wide receivers no in redrafts. Either. Not my style. Yeah.
1: I mean, like yeah. the, the Jamar not everybody chase, was Jamar an chase an or, or yeah. Jalen Waddle. Yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah. Those, yeah, guys, yeah. Are those guys are draft, different. People drafted Justin Jefferson and dropped him after two weeks. And then and then we yeah. you know week three and four is when he started to flash, and then it was just a wrap the rest of the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Justin Jefferson,
0: he was actually someone I remember when I was doing my wa- my wide receiver like waivers, and I would only do if they were rostered in under fifty percent, you know, of leagues. I mean, he was not rostered at fifty uh, yeah. percent of leagues, you know, by week three or four whenever he uh, boomed. Yeah, mm-hmm. kind of like the Nick
2: Chubb thing we talked about. Exactly. Guy, are that, uh, rookie that's if you if you have the patience to stash him, it could pay off down the road yep that's for sure
0: all right peacock
5: in the building
2: yo Ta-da!
5: yo yo what's up just <laughs> got home from the store i got a pack of beer and i got my fucking vape and i'm ready to talk some uh ready to talk some fantasy
3: Yeah,
5: i know you guys are talking about receivers i love the olave uh shit to fucking to the saints man i cannot for the life of me though you know, grab him in, in my dynasty, uh, rookie drafts, I did fairly well. Everybody knows I finished third place, like everywhere I played last year. So I got like the one ten, the one nine, the one, you know, yeah. I got late, I got late picks and, and everything back, you know, back where I'm at, it's like, okay, I need running back help. Cause usually like, you know, two, three years ago, I have like a bunch of old vet running backs. I went with young receivers back, back when, uh, you know, receivers were a hot commodity, you know, coming into the league especially two years ago got some good guys over the last couple of years and and now it's like well what i gotta do i gotta draft some fucking got to draft some fucking running backs early (laughs) is what i've been doing (laughs) bro because all of those all
0: six of those wide receivers are gone by like 109 110 huh
5: for sure for sure like i was looking at i think jameson williams at 110 in this particular league and I would have done it, but like, I have great receivers. So I was like, you know what? I don't, I need running backs in this league that I was at. I traded back. I, I put it in the chat earlier. I traded back from the one ten to the two one. And I moved the, from the three ten to the three one. And, and I was able to grab uh cook. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I really wanted Pierce, but I didn't want it to feel like a reach. And I was thinking, Hey, everybody knows I'm a Texans fan. Maybe he'll still be there, but now he went two picks later. So kind of messed up there <laughs> so
0: did he go above like uh rashad white ty Davis? no Pry-
5: no 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 he went he was like the sixth overall running back in in my league so i took him at the two the 201 i think it was uh no, Paul. no, no not james
0: cook no Pry- uh pierce
5: oh pierce oh pierce was uh yeah pierce was uh pierce was after spiller went before the guy from washington robinson went then i took um I, I took Cook, and then I think another running back went, and then Pierce went right after that.
1: That's crazy whoever took the Robinson over any of
5: those guys. Oh, dude, I loved it. That's why I was like, I'm going to trade back. I have, uh, I have Aaron Rodgers, and they took Watson, uh, uh, Christian Watson, a couple of picks. So I was like, you know what? I'm not going to take J, J, uh, Jameson Williams here. I'm going to trade this pick because I know somebody wants it because he was available. I moved two spots back, and then I moved 10 spots up almost. In the Did next you let round, let somebody take Watson. <sighs> no, I didn't let him take Watson. They took Watson, oh, and yeah. I was like, "Oh, that was my guy. That's who I was going to take to pair him That's with Rogers." Idea.
1: So you're smart. So you're like, I- "I'll just trade back."
5: Yeah, so I traded back two spots in that. Basically, the one ten, and I got the two hundred one, and I took Cook. But what happened there was I moved from the three ten all the way up to the three hundred one. So I'll have, I mean, I'll have the two ten and the three hundred one coming up nice yeah. All right, let's so i you know it. i i moved I, I moved up 10 spots and i just moved back you know two or whatever and i let him take a guy that i'm gonna have to wait on for a whole year in 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 J, uh, jam you know jameson there yeah. and i have good receivers i got like tyreek hill i got like brandon cooks as my third receiver you know i got i got good receivers on my dynasty squad there so i felt good with that decision i need running backs i need running backs i think i have like aaron jones and Damian Harris, and there's like five running backs in in New England. I and then, like the and then I have. Uh, real quick.
1: I love. And then it, I have too.
5: Chicago's running back. What's his face?
1: Tell, I, let, let's talk no about bro. the Mechie pick.
5: Oh. Yeah. Well, here, let bro. me get.
1: Because
5: um, I'm gonna draft yeah, Mechie right now with my yeah, next man, pick. Don't let that, nobody watching know that I'm gonna draft Mechie in that draft that's going on coming up pretty soon.
0: All the the second round uh, wide receivers. And that's all really going to talk about for dynasty. So we got Christian Watson going to the Packers at 34. Mechie going to the Texans at 44. uh, Taekwon going uh, to the Patriots at number 50. uh, Pickens going to the Steelers at 52. And then Alex Pierce going to the Colts at 53. And then Sky Moore going to the Chiefs at 54. Man, I love right this, there. man. This is all,
2: those are all good spots, pretty much. I'm not Hell a big yeah. fan of that Patriots guy because we all know how Belichick's just not fantasy friendly. But every every other spot there, I was, I kind of like, oh, and the other one I don't like is Wandale Robinson. I don't like that to the Giants, but every, yeah, picking. <laughs> Pierce of uh, uh, the Mechie, of uh, Watson, I'm fucking with all those. I think those are all good. Sky Moore, all those have potential to be.
5: Oh, I wanted Sky Moore this morning at 2:01, but the guy who woke up and, and had the 112 like just woke up and chose him. So I was like, all right, <laughs> fine. I'm taking Cook, and it was between it was between Pierce and Cook for me, and I was like, uh, I, I got to take what you know the scouts are looking at, and and you know he's a receiving. Back and Buffalo's a better offense. They're gonna, you know, they're gonna throw the ball a lot. So I was like, I'll take Cook over Pierce. But my heart really wanted me to take Pierce. But I felt like people had been like, ah, eh, he's reaching. And then I thought like people were gonna be like, no, 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 like I don't like Houston. Fa- like they're Cowboys fans. They're not gonna take a Houston running back, but they did I, I two spot players.
1: I don't think it would have been a reach. Because
5: right, like, thing is, I,
1: I think he has the third best landing spot out of all the ro- the running backs right now. Like,
5: dude, he, he was he, graded number he, by PFF. He was graded like number one. You know what I mean? I know PFF's PFF, but
1: hey, I love PFF.
5: <laughs> they, have <laughs> Man, they have good right? metrics.
0: They have like I'm definitely taking Pierce over Cook in. Uh,
5: Damn it! See, I knew I should have done that. My heart, my heart said yes, but it's okay because. It's okay because they know that you know I like that or whatever. I can probably keep them both, and I'll trade an old vet or somebody that they want. I have really good quarterbacks and tight ends in this league that I can't use, so I, I can use that as leverage and maybe steal Pierce away.
1: Up. You should start packaging them up stuff and with some of those picks that you might even have. I'm still trying to get. I'd be trying to get Pierce right now.
5: <laughs> I have. Look, I have. I even have Tua like still in my taxi squad, and I'm like, you know what? I can just throw him away right now. Honestly. <laughs> so right now Sorry. would be the
0: worst time to trade for a player in Dynasty. Like right after the draft this is one. Yeah, let it tired. let it simmer down a little bit. You'll to get a bit of value.
2: <laughs>
0: no, it's good like stuff, pre-draft. man. It's Not exciting.
3: Like
0: some people get uh, pissed off about their teams right away and bogey. He's just right on them right away. Like, oh, you hate your team? Let me help
1: you. <laughs> you <up> <laughs> how, hey, it's funny because I didn't know who you're talking about. I was like, oh, he's talking about me. <laughs> that's
3: exactly what I do. That's no, that's exactly like, what I don't hate like, you. Know, I, like
5: you know, my Kirk, I like my cook pick. I like my cook pick. Yeah, but I, honestly, I, I probably should have gone with what my heart said. So that's a, that's a lesson you. to the listeners. Go with, go with the heart desire.
1: Dynasty, man. Build your team in your likeness.
5: Hey, no, I, but, hey, I was looking at highlights early this morning, and I slept on it, and I woke up, and I was like, you know, like Buffalo Bills, that's a better – like what if Davis Mills doesn't work out? I mean, shit. I hope it doesn't happen, right? But what if Davis Mills doesn't work out? The team still looks like shit next year. I don't see that happening. But in the back of my mind, I was just like – I, you I know, know what it was my mind, in the, work the work back of my mind? Head. I was trying to play my league mates. I was trying to play my league mates. I know my league mates would have been like, nah, fuck Houston. So I was like, maybe I can still get him at the 210, but it didn't the happen. Boy, but girl, but ran. guess what? I got Mechie. Mechie's still there, bro. Yeah, I'm Mechie, gonna take Mechie. I, Mechie I like ten. Mechie,
2: bro. Mechie might end up better than Pierce because if Pierce flops, we all know running backs are kind of fickle.
3: I
5: mean, yeah, Mechie, they're they're only there for a little bit of time. I already have Nico Collins and Brandon Cook. So if one of those once you know one of them moves on, or what if Mechie Get them all. Nobody – and I have Revan Jordan in this league, bro. I got yeah, them all. Yeah, so I can just Texans. monopolize. You
2: know the universe telling you you didn't need more Texans. Yeah, Matchy, Yeah, you yeah exactly.
5: That's yeah. why I didn't go here. So I was like, let me kind of diversify. And yeah. then if another Texan falls in my lap, like Matchy, I'll take him, you know, at the 210.
0: I, you know, Dynasty Dynasty is the only place that you can get away with stacking up a bunch of players on the same team because the yeah. Bens are oh,
5: so yeah. If they get hurt, they get traded away, they retire – you know, they don't get that contract extension. That's what you do. And and you know, I tried to do that with um, San Francisco 49er running backs, not gonna lie to you, and it didn't work out well. So now I only have one in that league, and I can't get rid of Jeff Wilson for the life of me. <laughs> <laughs> All right,
0: let's switch it up a little bit. I know everyone's a little bit more offensive oriented, but we gotta talk defense. Uh, we're talking defense a little bit for you know NFL. we're also talking about fantasy implications, too, because we had 14 defensive players go in the first round. If you combine the defensive players with the offensive linemen, that accounts for 23 of the 32 first rounders. Okay, so it's not the sexy picks in a lot of people's eyes, but defense wins championships. And if you play in these IDP leagues, you got to know about a bunch of these first rounders. Let's start off with the defensive linemen, some of the uh, the edge rushers and uh, and D-tackles. Well, I mean, who knows where they're going to play, if they're going to keep them at D-tackle or not. But Trayvon Walker going number one overall to the Jags. Aiden Hutchinson, number two overall to the Lions. Three of the top five picks were edge rushers. Kelvin Thibodeau going number five to the Giants. Jermaine Johnson dropped all the way to number 26 to the Jets. And then George Karloftis going to the Chiefs at number 30. And then the D tackles or I mean or the D-linemen, wherever they, I mean, decide to put them if they keep them interior. Uh Jordan Davis going to the Eagles and then Devontae Wyatt going to the uh the Packers. The craziest thing that I heard is the biggest difference between Trayvon Walker and Aiden Hutchinson was the difference in Walker's arm length. Versus mm-hmm. Hutchinson's arm length, he
2: has
1: thirty-seven was he in that arms, Bro, thirty-seven is is it thirty-five? Yeah, physical
2: freak. I just I think Hutchinson's 35? Hutchinson's motor, though, bro. Hutchinson was just so much more productive in college. I know he can't use college stats as the end all, but man, he had double the amount of sacks as Walker. I mean, I
1: mean Trent Bulky. He, see, he, here's the thing. I remember when they were obsessing over um, Alden Smith's arm length. You know what I mean? Because during that time. In two thousand nine, ten-ish, uh, that was when the game was changing with the DNs were like more taller and lengthier. Come you know what I mean? That was the thing now. You know what I'm saying? That's his prototype that, that he likes. So and I think his he has like the longest arms ever recorded ever in the nfl oh that's, yeah, that's, yeah. But that's like the but that's the thing
2: no, District reminds it's like the al dragon on
5: the floor when he walks is that what you're saying <laughs>
2: yeah I, Well, that i don't the reason another thing i don't like about it is because it's like i mean at the end of the day it's like i mean it doesn't matter like how like if you i mean it, i care about production i mean if you have the big long arms if you play on around not getting to the quarterback it's like what in fuck who cares i mean i want the guy with the motor the beast, bro. And that's Aiden Hutchinson. That's the one I'm targeting in these IDP leagues. I think he's going to get double digit sacks right off the chute. He's going to bring a new life into the Lions.
1: I mean, shit, the hometown, the hometown yeah. hero. Yeah, the thing, hometown you know I mean? hero vibe. Yeah, kind of like Burrow with the
2: Bengals. I think Hutchinson's going to bring that same energy to the Lions defense. That unit's unit going to be
1: a lot better because of him. I bet you him and Dan Campbell, they, they duke it out.
5: Look, Hutchinson <laughs> reminds me of J.J. Watt. I don't know what it is about him, yeah, but he just really like
2: does man, yeah, he's just like the, it,
5: the build, yeah. like, you know, the motor. Like you said, the motor. It's the motor. I guess that's what it is—the work ethic and the motor. He doesn't take plays off. He, you know, he's he's 100 from from whistle to whistle. Those are guys that make an impact. It doesn't even matter if they're really great or if their metrics from or their measurements or whatever. The guys that have the motor always outbeat the other guys that don't because guess what in the fourth quarter they got a little bit of that extra juice and that's when those big sacks you know a tipped pass it turns into an interception those things are game changers and that's what Aiden Hutchinson game changer
4: yeah Aiden
0: Hutchinson for IDP is number one for me uh Thibodeau's number two I got Jermaine Johnson for IDP a little bit higher than Walker just because I feel like because over there, the system that they're going to be running a little bit is going to be getting to the quarterback a little bit better. And, I'm not
5: sold on Walker going that high the way he did. I mean, especially, you know, <laughs> number one overall. I'm just – trying both
1: again. I, he just likes that type. That's it. That's I'm, really
5: looking at, I'm looking at, I'm yeah, looking at that's my good. player stats from the Texans in the in the SEC, and then I'm just seeing, like, you know, linemen beating Walker. My Our receivers, our running backs beating Walker when they play against them. So it's like, well, I'm okay with that. You know that's cool. Those other guys are on my team.
2: Yep, man. I'm gonna leave. Mm-hmm. I got a shake here, fellas. I uh, Appreciate y'all having me. I'm just gonna leave it. In. Chris Olave is a beast. Aiden Hutchinson's a beast. The uh, Texans did well, so this uh, this rookie class is gonna be huge, y'all. It's gonna be a lot yep. of fun. But I'll, uh, I'll, a lot I'll,
5: of teams did very well. Yeah. I love this. I love the Saints draft as well. I think they did good. Later, Spence.
0: Yeah. yeah. Peace out, Guru. So, I mean, if you're in an IDP league, especially in a hustler league, I mean, all these guys are going to get drafted. The question is always where? I don't think any of these IDP guys go in the first round. There's always going to be someone in the mid to late second round who's going to crack it off with an Aiden Hutchinson. Maybe Aiden Hutchinson goes. I mean, (laughs) one of my homies, Zoo Crew, what up, bro? I mean, I'm sure he's all over Aiden Hutchinson's nuts right now. Yeah, I
5: think like mid second to like early third round is usually when you see somebody be like, you know what? This is an IDP league. Give me the best player, you know, that I think is, you know, the guy who's going to make a huge impact. And, yeah. and you're right. That's when they, that's when they you know, the players make their moves. If you have a pick it in that range. Good
1: in the run game, I want to emphasize this, because right. one thing I worry about with pass rushers is once if that if you're on a bad team like Detroit, you know, you're going to have to you, you're not sending that. You're not now you, they're running on you. They're not uh, dropping back where you could try to rush them. You know what I mean? Yeah. So with, with that said, but you would worry about guys like, like, like Nick Bosa. He's not the greatest tackler. You know what I mean? You know, what I'm saying, like, you know, you need the sacks out of Nick Bosa. Good thing he's on a good team. But like, for like Aiden Hutchinson, he does, he he gets grimy in the run game. Like, yeah. he's he's one of the best. He's probably the best run run stopper out of all the pass rushers
0: in this oh, class. For sure. Oh, for sure. That's got to be yeah. hands down. Yeah. Yeah, then-
5: I was hoping that I was hoping that either the Jets would Jet or the Lions would Lion, and we would get Aiden Hutchinson um, at number three overall. But but then I felt like the Texans Texans and they went with a guy that didn't fit their scheme. I mean, they went with they went with Stingley, the guy that does fit like their their mold. You know, like what the Texans are about. Because saucy he's too saucy for the Texans. You don't, they don't want like that that guy who's all flashy. about Mister flashy, Mister me. You know, blah blah blah. I mean, and then you look at like, okay, I mean, he went to Cincinnati, slightly it's smaller. What's that? It's,
1: it's Lovey Smith with like with New England flavor, as far oh, as exactly, have, yeah,
5: yeah, 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 yeah man. They're, they're gonna be very disciplined. School, they're going to be very cool, disciplined, smash mouth football, which I love. Yeah. It's rock and sock baby. It's line up and let me hit you in the fucking face, you know. And then how do you react? And that's I, what I I, I, I. I like to pick. I just
1: that. I like to pick because he was like when he he was supposed to be like a, a first round pick, no matter when he went. But he was he was injured. He had the opt out year, if I remember correctly. But um, I mean, yeah, she, no, no, but. I'll, no, yeah, I don't, want to, through, I don't want
5: to turn it to the secondary in the Texans. I w- I was still kind of focusing on the pass rush there. Like They could have gone at number three with a with a Thibodeau type of person, you know what I'm saying? And really, they, they totally ignored, if you look at the draft, they really ignored their edge rush. They they didn't really focus on that, and that's what everybody was like, oh, J.J. Watt's gone, he's been gone. You know, and everybody was like, that's what you want? Like, Nick Casario has his own plan, he has his own mm-hmm. mind, plus he melded, I think, with, with Lovey Smith, like you guys were saying, and they, they compromise on picks. And if you look at their first six picks, it goes defense, offense, defense, offense, defense, offense, all the way through six. And then they're addressing every area. So I thought that it was well-rounded, very good. Um, but, yeah, man, I would have loved the Thibodeau right there. I would have loved the Thibodeau right off the top, you know, and that would have been, been great. That been or nice. or a, a Gardner and then a Thibodeau in 13. You could have done that, right? But I think that they're setting up Davis Mills, and they love that Money Mills little experiment because you're going to have a guy on a coming onto a second year who's super cheap and you can win games with him. Mills had three 300 yard games with multi touchdowns and zero interceptions. Who else fucking did that? Nobody, man, nobody (laughs) with ass with ass teammates and ass everything, bro. So the promise is there. And the thing is, it may be under, you know, overlooking that. I think that he, he's going to be set up for some success.
1: I like it. Hey, oh, I just yeah. thought of something. Our next episode of Playmakers is is uh is on May the fourth. So let's, Ooh, let's,
5: May the fourth let's be with we you.
1: We gotta do some Star Wars shit. Oh, definitely. Hell yeah, bro. Same yeah. thing. Yeah. Of course, be with you.
5: Yeah. I'm driving. Actually, no, that's my last night before I take my vacation. I'm gonna be in Florida from week to week. So you actually have me on the show ready to rock and roll for yeah. that one.
1: Yeah, dude. Let's let's try to do like a gra- like a crawl graphic.
5: Hell yeah. Hell yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> Sorry, I got this, I got this Star Wars shit. Wait, where it's the, it's the kazoo with the Just Star shoot Wars
5: me. Like, yeah. oh like your ideas like you normally do, but shoot me some images that you may like, and then I'll yeah. make it work. Okay, I'll make yeah, it work.
1: We'll do, we'll do a special edition joint with all of us on it. I, I'll 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 grab some grabs of all of us, the the Guccinis and the Spencers and, and the Hustle. Yeah, it's gonna be dope. But you know, this I think, dough what, dough what, dough what, dough. who else we got? Yeah, yeah. So I, loaded draft. That's,
0: The reason why we why, why I mentioned these guys first is because these are the guys who are going to be IDP relevant right out of the shoot. The only ones oh, yeah. who might not be are going to be uh, Devontae Wyatt for the Packers and uh, George uh, Karloftis for the Chiefs. Though yeah. out of everybody else, everyone else is uh, is is a locked and loaded starter on this team already. Um, those guys are going to have to compete for their for their starting jobs.
5: I'm not a big uh, I'm not a big Karloff, this guy, and I'm really just happy that that the Texans they like, avoided him and a lot of other. I don't know, like I'm just not sold. I'm not sold on him for some. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's some weird ass mm-hmm. bias. Normally, I I love guys that are like you know foreigners and kind of like coming out of nowhere and and you know they have like this different kind of uh, leverage or or you know different kind of aspect to their game that nobody's seen. But for, with him. I don't know. It just feels a little weird and that's not knocking his game. He's great. You know, obviously from where he got selected and where it's just for some reason, like you said, maybe landing spot for about four years, right?
1: He's only been playing football. Now Now he's in the big leagues.
5: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe that's a big part of it.
0: Here we go. Here's the last, uh, the, the last bunch of players uh, that we got. So two linebackers going round one, quay walker for the packers so he should be a starter right out the gate and then devin lloyd for the jags uh walker went at 22 lloyd went at 27 both should be starters right out the gate yeah
5: lloyd's a great pick man i love lloyd he's going to be scary in that division i think they got like miles jack's gone right from what i know Um, yeah that's 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 that replacement pick pick and that that's you know he's he went where he was supposed to and I think that he's gonna be good. Um, you know, the, in that in that league or that division, you need somebody who's gonna kind of step up into the hole and try to stop Derrick Henry, because that's the big problem in that division there. I mean, so, they
1: got for you know, Lacoon over there, and then now you have Josh Allen and uh for what it's worth, Tr- Trayvon Walker coming off the other the side. Real
5: Josh Allen. No, I'm just joking. Not no, not the real <laughs> Josh Allen. <laughs> the black Josh Allen. The black Josh Allen, yeah, sure. Literally. The safeties that has the black Kirk Cousins. <laughs> the, safeties,
3: the,
0: the safeties, that we got going in the uh, in the first round here. We got Kyle Hamilton oh. going to the Ravens, and then we yeah, got Lewis awesome. Klein going to the Vikings. So the weird thing, I mean, Kyle Hamilton going to the Ravens. I mean, they got Chuck Clark over there. I mean, they're both like playing the box safety position. So are they going to deploy three safeties? I mean, I'm not really yeah. sure. That's Lewis a now
1: that I like was the, the trend it. uh last year uh uh you know the Bengals started doing it uh, 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 uh New England did it a ton like and it, and then you know the Ravens I mean the Ravens had they had the I more
5: was that, was that last year no that wasn't no that was bill Belichick last year sorry
1: yeah like Belichick ran a ton of three uh safety joints
5: oh, right? dude, I'm, I'm sorry but I didn't like the Patriots draft this year
1: no they were one of the losers for me.
5: Right. Yeah. Okay. i just wanted to make sure I like I'm not just being like a patriot hater because my dad's a Patriots fan. So I just wanted to clarify <laughs> before I take that move to him. Like I didn't like your fucking draft, man. Y'all sucked. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Pretty. I mean, these guys are going to be the top safeties drafted in IDP. I think if you're looking for someone, you know, for the future, it's probably going to be Kyle Hamilton. If you're looking for someone more right now, it's going to be um, was that Louis Sign. I don't even know how to pronounce his last name, but he's going to yeah. be. The- He's going to be free safety to uh, to Harrison Smith being more of the box safety.
5: In Spanish, if you put a, a centro over the E, I mean, that's what we call the movies. It's a cine. <laughs> yeah. Like, like there's a cinema. So anyway, we're going to the cine.
0: And then the last position, we got the cornerbacks. These guys are going to be more relevant for the NFL than they are really for fantasy. But we got Stingley going to the Texans at number three. Saucy going to the Jets at number four. Trent McDuffie going to the Chiefs. That's huge for them because I didn't even think McDuffie was going to drop that far. And then uh, Elam going to the Bills at 23. That's huge for them. And then Daxton Hill going to the Bengals at 31. Also really, really huge for their defense. Oh, yeah. I like
5: all of those picks for all of those landing spots like tremendously, mm-hmm. you know, and I, and a lot of people say maybe the Texans reached or they could have taken sauce. But like I said, his personality fit wasn't totally correct for the team. I'm sure they liked him. They had mutual interest. But um, at the end of the day, they went with Stingley because uh, if you look at the way that the Texans drafted, they went heavy with the SEC guys. Those are guys that are competing for championships and know how to practice every single day. And then if you take it even a step further and you look at um, or how they were highly recruited out of high school, then Casario went after those guys as well. So these are guys that were, they've been good their entire life, like from an early age. And they may, have, they, might have, they may have dropped off or lost a little bit of luster because of either injury or situation or other players shining around them, but they're from top-notch schools. And so he was like, I'm going to pick from the cream of the crop and whatever falls through the cracks. I feel like he's that's what he's going Yeah. He's a great GM, man. I mean, it, look, he, he had nothing to work with. He had his first third round pick was last year in Davis Mills. That guy was greeted as a first rounder in a draft like, you know, this, this year. So I feel like he's, he's taking value and people are, you know, may look at it as a reach or, or maybe, you know, not doing the best and taking the, you know, the superstar players, but he took the guys that fit, um, what works for them? And I really love that Derek Stingley pick. A lot of people would have Sauce Gardner ahead of that. But, I mean, he was like, as a true freshman, you know, number one in the country. It, then it was COVID year. Then it was the Liz Frank uh, foot injury. But he's fully healthy. should be really good to go. As long as that doesn't hinder him, I see him being a shutdown corner in the NFL for years and years to come. I mean, and that's not a knock on Sauce. He could be the same kind of guy. But the thing is, like with with attitude, can take you to the, the top. As long as
1: he's in New York, he he's going to be all. He's going to be so famous in New York, like this oh, is, is going to be box office. Yeah,
5: hell yeah. Yeah, so let him do that. You know, that's probably you know. But he didn't look super excited to be a jet. But I'm just saying, like you know, maybe but that personality he that
0: when he was there, like there were two ways that he could have went. He went the other way. I was like, man, fuck the Jets. I'm out of here. And then someone was like, you man, you got to go back to the stage. like, all right, all right. And they he turned around.
5: Said, <laughs> to do. I, was like, look, I was like, look, man, at least, look, at least my man, uh my, my man here, uh, the number one of overall picks thing, he was at home with his family, like doing it, you know, the way that the Texans, that's their like family people from the area. You know, it's not a too far of a fucking, you know, he was in, in Louisiana, you know, it's like right there. They have a good connection. They have a better connection than Dallas, trust me. So, you know, we're looking to Louisiana for guys like that. He has a big admiration for, for dudes like Tyron Matthew. Um, he basically wore the same freaking suit to arrive in Houston. Go look at that. I think I might have retweeted it. But they wore the exact same suit. He wants to model his career after the Honey Badger. And he comes down and he can play aggressive. And I think that he's hungry to show people that. And I think the Texans kind of did that with their drafts. They want guys that are, want to play for the Texans and want to you show people. Like a
1: butterfly, sting like a bee.
5: I love it. Stingly man. I love Stingley. I love the pick. I do. I really do. I was shocked with the old lineman pick, but that's for another podcast.
0: All right. And on that Wild. note, I love it. let's get the <laughs> hell up out of here. Peacock, let them know where to find you on the way out
5: neonpeacock.threadless.com I got my nickname Hall of Fame collaboration going on with the GMM Network Raman, right there Bogart, all the great isms we're throwing those things on t-shirts we got win ugly with handsome Jimmy we has we have Jerry has a little CD lamb going on we got uh, what is it the Kirk Prescott for the Dallas Cowboys because he is the black cousin I mean you can go find some of those cool uh, those designs you can throw them on stickers koozies uh, t-shirts I run sales all the time so Much appreciation to Bogart with this little collaboration we're running right now. But go ahead and check out that website. And that is what I'm mainly focused on right now. So y'all go check that out.
1: Yeah. And we're not done yet. We got a whole bunch more coming. I got got got
4: something to do every day.
1: (laughs) And check us out. uh, Definitely check us out for FNT this Wednesday. And then uh, 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 the Playmakers, may the fourth be with you edition. Uh, episode uh 4 whatever it is we're we're, we're going to start in the future cuz that's how star wars does it you know my gonna, Schwartz is
5: bigger than or your Schwartz is bigger than mine
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey we we're, hey, we're going in on the star wars joint i'm telling oh we we're,
5: we're going ham we're going ham yeah. bill belichick in full you know sith mode it's a, it's going to mm-hmm.
1: happen oh we're I doing get- all kind of mashups
0: more get- power Get ready because we got some rookie rankings coming for offense. We got some rookie rankings coming for defense, and yeah, we got we got a bunch of things. Uh, FNT uh, on Wednesday as usual. Uh, debate show is going to be starting up here real soon, so get ready for that. And what else do we got? And then
5: bringing uh, the- you all the best. Shit, man! You were live really? at the fucking draft. Thank you for that coverage, hustler. Fucking doing it in his new home city. Shit, man! Go visit you in up. very soon.
0: I want to have a smoke <laughs> session where we just talk about that kind of stuff of what happened. Like, do, you know, do yeah, you, yeah, yeah, all the behind. We need the a scenes debrief. Stuff.
5: Yeah, pictures that was with awesome. Todd Gurley. You know, uh, I saw it all, man. And thank you for that insight. I felt like I was there. Was great because um, great. I have a timeshare in Vegas, and I didn't get to make it out. It's just too busy with the kids for me.
0: It was crazy. I'm going,
5: I'm going to Florida next week, so. <laughs>
0: They said a million people came into Vegas over the uh, the three-day draft span. So, yeah, it was insane.
5: Definitely, like, everybody I knew on my Instagram, they were like, we're in Vegas, and I was like, nobody fucking invited me, but all right.
1: (laughs) (laughs) My lady would never sign my permission slip to go these days. Well, not at
5: this moment, but it'll happen. (laughs) All
1: right, we're out. We'll see you guys later. Peace.
5: Peace.
1: The stat quo. Finna get a bag, bustin' down that blow out of East Side